bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Oh, what's new, Martha? Cratchit. Welcome into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I am El Hefe. That is J Dubs. Oh, wait a second. I am Man 2. And those are the Cratchit children. Hey! J Dubs? Yes. It is the Hideout, funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. And it is our chance to hang out for the next four hours. Nice. Peace and body. Uh, get all of us, 479-161041-888-978-1041, and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the hideout. You can also uh, text message, uh, instant message, Real Radio Hideout, Real Radio Hideout, on your AOL instant messenger. Um, all right, J-Dubs, uh, that is Tommy Bateman, our producer. He handles, uh, or actually director. Yes. Man's the talk and roll controls. Responsible for the hideout page on realradio.fm. And that is Chunks, the executive producer of the hideout. He's the one screening your phone calls at 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. Dubs, so much to get to, as usual, on a Monday. Um, Jamie Lynn, penthouse, penthouse pet of the year, sexyjamie.com. We'll uh, be coming in the hideout tonight to uh, promote being the penthouse pet of the year. That will happen in the second hour of the hideout. Uh, third hour is the hideout headline game show. We have some amazing prizes for you this evening. You want to stay tuned for that. Also, two dubs, um, the top movies of the weekend. I saw the top two, and I will give you a review of each. I saw Narnia and Syriana. Um, Walmart, should you be shopping there if you're a Christian? A yes. Pe- well, apparently not. Oh. Apparently it goes against um, Christian values. Walmart does. So uh, there was a movement by oh. a, oh my, no, a company. Uh, I guess it was a website. And they've started this whole smear campaign against Walmart for the holidays. And we have their commercials that we want to play for you. It seems like it's affecting Walmart because I don't see anybody going into them anymore. Yeah. It's a great place uh, if you're ever looking for parking to walk into Panera. Uh, there you have Walmart mm-hmm. right there. This is just a big parking lot now. Anybody can uh, just go there and uh, chill out for the night. Of course, uh, we here at Real Radio so happy to have a kick-ass morning show in the Monsters in the Morning. And um, as it turns out, while I was working out today, I was shooting hoops over at RDV, I heard Dirty Jim playing something for the boys. And then, is it, and then you send me an instant message with a big fat LOL, LOL, LOL. And it is what they ended up playing. Now, you didn't know. No, I had no idea that... Uh, you had actually gotten it from our buddy. Yeah, Matt Albert uh, forwarded me this link of uh, this gem of audio and video. And uh, then 
I forward it on to you, and you uh, tell me that the Monsters played it this morning. I want to get into it a little bit, though. Yeah, you betcha. Uh, the Ultimate Crier mm-hmm. is uh, is what <laughs> it's what we're calling him. It is so good. If you didn't see it or if you didn't hear it on the Monsters Morning, we're going to have it for you. Well, if um, you did hear it, I'm sure you want to hear it again. Yeah. It's priceless. It is epic. I want to talk about going to see the Jenna Tortures on Saturday night. That was a blast, of course, the Real Radio Christmas Carol yesterday. So a lot to get to, J-Dubs. But first, uh, sad news. Oh. First we uh, lose Richard Pryor, and now we're losing Tukey. Not a good day in the black community. Um, Tukey, uh, the, let's see, Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger refused to block the execution of Stanley Tukey Williams, rejecting the notion that the founder of the murderous Crips gang had atoned for his crimes and found redemption on death row. You know, it, it, it really sucks to have Arnold Schwarzenegger be the person laying down the gauntlet on you. Yeah. And it surprises me they actually did it, because if he's thinking about re-election and all this kind of stuff, you'd think maybe he wants to uh, get some votes out there and everything and play the good guy saying, all right, this guy did uh, you know, learn from it, and I'm going to... You know, give them a, a little break here. Here's what we're going to do. The majority of America is Christian. The majority of uh, Christians believe that you can atone for your sins. Put them to death. Put them to death. Fry them. Crucify them. Get the rope. Now, Dubs, are you a fan of the uh, death penalty? Um, I It doesn't bother me, really. I go back and forth on it a lot. It really, I never have had a huge problem with it, but I'm not. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, big fist pump and let's kill him kind of guy. Right, 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 right. Now I um, I too, J Dubs, when I was uh, younger, uh, as I would like to refer in my stupider days, I was a big uh, death penalty. Hey, let's kill him, let's fry him, let's get him, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. And then I realized, well, it's not really being dished out, so... Uh, and most people that believe that don't have many teeth to give, so let's uh, let's try not to do the tooth-for-a-tooth tooth thing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it just wouldn't be fair. So I ended up looking at this, though, and I realized, you know what? The death penalty doesn't seem all that right. It just doesn't seem fair. But I'm, again, it, I'm either way on it. I, it. I have no real strong stance toward it. My big problem with it, it seems so barbaric. You know, uh, when you hear about people being thrown to the lions and all this kind of stuff, it you, it strikes you as, wow, that's crazy. And I think when uh, people look back on us and say they used to put them in a chair and run electricity through them, wow, that's barbaric. Yeah, you're right. We used to throw them. What are some of the ways they, they used to do the death Hanging. Uh, Hanging. Uh, you're right. In the biblical times, you throw them to the lions. You know, you, uh, you crucify them. Crucify them. used to shoot them. Uh, in front of a firing squad, and I think they still are able to do that. Yeah, some places still got the firing squad. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Real fast, before we get further into Tukey, the eulogy for Tukey. Um, I, I heard about this. Actually, I was watching Dr. Phil today while I was cooking. I was a woman. I was also bleeding. Mo. Um, I heard about a bank robbery. Did you hear about this? No. And, and Joe says he was there. Are you are you pulling our leg, Joe? Nah, dude, honestly, I was there. All right, so all right, give me the story about what happened in the bank robbery. Okay. Um, I was standing in line. Uh, two guys came in through the doors, and they told us to put our hands up, 
and get on our knees. And we did that. Then two guys behind them came in, and they started grabbing money, and then they went to the vaults. And I don't know, it felt like probably 30 seconds because it went by pretty quick, but they said it lasted for like five or six minutes. And now, but I, what, didn't, I didn't see the story for this. Where did it happen? Yeah, where what, it was in the land, wasn't it? Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, so all right, so you're in the bed now. All right, so you're standing in line. Do you think at first that it's real, or do you think it's some sort of a gimmick, or what do you think's going on there, Joe? Oh no, they had like seven machine guns. All right, and so how many guys was it? Four. All right, it's four dudes. Four guys with seven machine guns. You'd think they would only need uh, one per person. Well, sometimes you go with two hands. Yeah. And so I, the thing that I saw on television was them trying to outrun the cops. Yeah. Yeah. That's when, uh, like I said. They said it was like five or six minutes went by. They went in the vault. They grabbed the money, ran out the door, and they were yelling, Baba Booey, and they jumped in their vehicle. Oh, they were not yelling, Baba Booey, you ass. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a a dick. (laughs) He got us. No, it really happened, though. I know. He got us with the the nice Baba Booey. (laughs) And Baba Booey to you. All right, hold on a second. Here it is. Robbery suspects captured after I-95 shootout case. See. Yeah, so I'm watching Dr. Phil cooking, and I see this happen. And it's all over, too. Like, they interrupt Dr. Phil for a second, too. Yeah, four men suspected of attempting to rob a bank at the land were well, captured after the shootout. Was this before or after you gave that guy a handy? I'm just wondering when Dr. Phil uh, runs this time of day. Let's see. It was around three. After. Uh, Yeah. Usually that's my nooner. They walked into the bank, and then uh, shots were fired. No injuries, though. And they jumped into a white van. Oh, this isn't good. It's a shirtless black dude now, when do that, they they're, yell, when that they're they, taking away. When did they yell Baba Booey? I don't know. They don't have it in the story. Hmm. hmm. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. It's Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Hey, have you ever thought about that too, just for a second? Like, if you were in a bank and the robbery happens, like you almost like you want to be the hero. Like I thought about no. it too. Whenever, like, whenever that guy was in the um, Sam Goody, and so he's in the Sam Goody, and I'm just thinking to myself, how? All right, let's say they walk in with the guns, and maybe you're in the restroom or you're doing something, and then you come out. And like, if you could grab something and they didn't see you, would you would you like beat them over the top of the head so that you could be the hero? I'd be hiding behind a woman, a woman and a small child. I'd be hiding behind them just so you know if uh if I get if they shoot over my way, it hits one of them before it hits me. Really? Yeah. There's no way I'm being the hero. I've screw al- all you. I've always I've really thought about the fact that I'd love to be a hero. I would love to be a hero too. I'd love the uh, I'd love just having people owe me their life. But I'm not risking mine for that to happen. I'd like it to happen out of a fluke, you know, where uh, I... Well, that is the fluke. You happen to be at the bank or at the mall where they're they're doing the shooting. I wouldn't mind coming out of the bathroom, opening the door, and it knocks the guy out accidentally, you know, and then, hey, he's a hero. What he is just... this, Three's Company? <laughs> oh, you jack well, exactly, stripper. Exactly. I mean, that's the only way I'd like it to happen. I wouldn't want to, uh, you know, grow up the balls to... Go over there and tackle someone, or hit him over the head with a, with a ottoman. <laughs> yeah. After I trip over, I pick it up and slam it over their heads. You can't kill that guy. He's gay. Don't worry about him. He's no trouble. 
I loved that show. But I was. And the Ropers owe me a lot of money. I preferred the other ones. I didn't really like the Ropers. I didn't care for them. Mm. I liked Don Knotts. Furley. Yeah, Furley. But I'm thinking, like, I would love at that point, like, for instance, let's say that, you know, the shootings out west that happened, where the guy's in the mall and he starts shooting everything up and he's got him in the Sam Goody. I'm thinking to myself, if I was at, like, a champs, I'd grab a bat and I'd try to sneak up on the guy and, like, beat his head in. Because I think I could take him out with one swing. And then, think of you would be a hero. You would absolutely be a hero. You know, there are, another okay. one that I always have, too? Let's say I'm on a plane, and the pilot has a heart attack. I want to land the plane. You want to be the guy talked down? I want to be the guy. But what if you screw up? What if you hit that guy with the baseball bat, and the force is enough to knock him out, but while he's falling over, he squeezes the trigger and th- uh, shoots three babies? And that's on you, because you had to be a hero, and you killed three babies. That's collateral damage. Think of all the people that I saved. I saved the mother. I saved the mothers of those babies, and they can go on and live a happy life, because they're free of their burden. They're gonna be so depressed that they kill themselves too. And then you got six uh, deaths on your hands, and you don't know what the husbands are gonna do. And then the parents might kill themselves too. You might have a string of. Like, uh, then no one's gonna blame me. No yes, one's... because you were the one that killed the babies. I didn't kill them. I saved them all. No, you didn't. You see, you, uh, you, uh. So, alright, so basically you're a pussy. You wouldn't step up in no, any scenario like no. that. No. Alright, let's say, cause you and I go to 7-Eleven all the time. Mm-hmm. Somebody walks in to rob the place. What are you doing? Handing over your wallet? Hand my wallet over, ask, uh, ask if they need help, uh, Jimmy and open the, uh, the, uh, the, the cash register, doing all that kind of stuff. Stuff in their pockets. Alright, so you want, you want to become an accomplice. No, I want to get them out you of there have, as quick as possible. You've just become an accomplice in Whatever. the robbery. I'm alive. I'm alive and kicking, and I'm doing it while I'm holding you right in front of me the whole time. Kill the Mexican. He's only worth three-fifths a person. Wow. That's not a bad way of looking at it. 407-916-1041. You're my Kevlar. So you'd have been right there with Tukey. What? Tukey going in there robbing convenience stores. I Shooting have... people in the back of the head, you'd have been like, hey, Tukey, here, let me wipe off your brow. You seem to be sweating. Exactly. But I wouldn't be helping them. I wouldn't be, like, walking in there conspiring to rob the place. If I was already in there, I'd be like, hey, dude, you need anything? Do you need me to shine that gun for you while you're, uh, you know, taking all the money from this place? All right, 407 Kill the Asian woman. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. She always gives me the wrong cigarettes. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. Monday night in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1, Hefe and Dubs, live. Come on into the hideout, be somebody. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. When I got to play this song in uh, alternative rock radio, it was always great because it's the only one time you can say, damn it. You know? Right. You try to do some neat little pun with yeah. it. So hack. I dropped the, Oh, I dropped this. Damn it. It's Blink-182 on the edge. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> um, how can you sit there and be reminiscing about what it was like in the good old days, knowing that Tukey's going to be dying in the next four plus hours? That's exactly what Tukey's doing right now. He's remembering the good old days, saying, "All right, I'm going to die, but I had some good times." 
Uh, hey, I love my life. You think he's eating his final meal right now? What are you having for your final meal? You getting fried? If I'm getting fried, I, what, eventually I, they're gonna catch you on the kid touching stuff. They don't fry people for that. Um, what I would probably do was, uh, you know, just kind of pick the most disgusting items, just so I can not be looking fondly on the world when I'm uh, getting executed. I just have a real bad taste in my mouth. I'm like, oh, really wasn't that? If they make food taste like this, maybe this world isn't great. I have never heard anyone say that before. Why not? I mean, it doesn't make sense. Why would you want to enjoy something right before you're going to die? So you can enjoy your last hours. Who cares? You will, you want to be looking forward to that uh, that uh, that chair. So you're thinking, I want to eat something so god awful, I uh, want to die. I want anything to get this taste out of my mouth, even an electric chair. So then what is it? Mayonnaise? You're just sitting there eating an entire jar of mayonnaise? You know, just big mayonnaise sandwiches. Uh, you know, just like some really odd stuff, maybe like uh, pig intestines and uh, bull balls. Just really disgusting stuff. And I, I would want to make them work, too. You know, get something. They're not... Because I... Tommy, what are you having for your last meal? Just a lot of desserts? Are you on the same thing with uh, Dubs over there? If something really awful? Um, I'm thinking like, I wonder if they'll only give you one dessert. No, they'll give you basically whatever you want. Yeah, whatever it I'm is you want. I'm gonna bankrupt those bitches then. <laughs> I'm gonna have around like a well done steak, and then like mashed potatoes, and then like chocolate cake, cheesecake. Dunkin' Donuts, the chocolate <laughs> ones the with the glaze on it. Why don't they just take you to Ponderosa? You uh, just go there and have the buffet. No. Mm. I want what I want. A nice, pati- a nice trip to the Golden Corral <laughs> yeah. on steak night. I'm very particular about my food and my, especially the desserts. I don't like any of that chocolate mousse cake. That's crap. I like chocolate mousse cake. Ugh. I can enjoy some of that. No. Awful. Jeff in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, Jeff? Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, first time caller. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to let you know about the, this turkey guy. Yeah. Um, on the news last night, they said uh, that uh, he's refused his last meal, so he's not going to get a last meal. All right. You don't want to go to the chair hungry. I don't understand that. Why refuse your last meal? Then be in hunger pains. Well, maybe it's one of those things of hey, anything to die. I don't. I would figure you don't want to suffer in your last hours. Like you almost want that euphoric sugar high. Give me a lot of caffeine. Oh yeah, just get. I, maybe I just take a bunch of Red Bulls, you know, and I'm just bouncing all over the place. Where they think they're electrocuting me, but they're not. I'm just all caffeined up. And they're gonna shoot you up with the. Uh, what are they shooting you up with? There? What for the uh, for uh, lethal injection? Mm-hmm. Um, I I heard that lethal injection is actually painful. They say it's not, but from what th- uh, things I've heard... It, Couldn't they just, like, put air in there? Wouldn't that kill you? That'd kill you. I don't know how... If that's a surefire way of killing you, though. I've heard some of that's, like, those crazy serial killer nurses. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. They just hit you up with a needle with air. And you got to think, too, could anybody just go around doing that? Walking around with a syringe just full of air, going if up behind they, somebody, bam, poof, letting it, it go, and then bam. Well, if they hit you in a vein... Yeah, I don't even have any veins. I'm so gelatinous. Lance in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got, Lance? Yeah, I just want to tell you guys, uh, one of my buddies sent me a link a while back about, um, I don't know what the website was, but uh, it was Last Meals. 
And it was showing guys from like the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. what they ordered, and they were allowed to order anything they wanted. And the one guy, I remember, he ordered like 36 cheeseburgers, like five steaks, 15 different chocolate shakes. And here's the thing with that, too, and thank you for the phone call, Lance. When you get something like that, Dubs, do you then ask for the Pepsi AC? No. Or the Pepto-Bismo? Because you know what's going to happen. You're going to mess yourself as soon as you die. You're going to mess yourself no matter like, if you ate something three days ago. Whatever uh, is still in your body is going to go out. Oh, here it is. Deadmaneating.com. No Tukey on here, huh? Not yet. By the way, um, I, I got to say, just what a weird world it is to have Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> deciding whether or not you're going to live or die. It surprises me that he uh, that he picked to let him die, you know. Really? Yeah. I, I I'm just looking at some of the the roles he's played in the past, and I think you know uh, he's learned a lot from some of the roles he's played, and a lot of those people wouldn't have haven't had him die. Like uh, I don't think Detective John Kimball from Kindergarten Cop would have uh, would have killed him. I think he would have said, "Let him live." All right. So you think if he was in the John Kimball mindset, mm-hmm. Tukey lives? Yeah. Was, it's obvious the Terminator's killing him. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even uh, uh, John Matrix, the commando. The John Matrix in him is coming out, and he's saying, hey, let's just let him die. You know, my cousin Kyle, it was his greatest birthday ever. I think he was 10, 9 or 10, and he got the commando vest. <laughs> and then here's what's so funny. My Uncle Barry who, by the way, listens and downloads the show and then passes that out to my family in Texas. Hi, Barry. Uncle Barry broke it the day that he got it. Because I think he was trying to put it on and he busted like he busted The, the seams. Right. And Kyle was so pissed. I don't even know if he's forgiven him since. The damn commando vest. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. All right, so do you think Julius Bennett then, or Julius Benedict... That character? Twins? Twins. Because he was, he was a thinking, peaceful man. I don't think he would have executed Tukey. No, he would have let him live. You know, he would have uh, he would have talked it out with them. Now, Ben Richards, running man, definitely would not have him go to death. Because that's what uh, he was doing the whole time, trying to get out of that death penalty. He was escaping. See, that's the ironic thing, too. That... Governor Schwarzenegger made a movie like The Running Man, knows what it's like as Ben Richards. Hey, Arnold, do you remember? This is Sub-Zero, now Plane Zero. Do you remember when he said that? Let him live. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Now, here's one that I am torn on. How about Major Alan Dutch Schaefer? From Predator, because on one hand he was a cold, he was like one of those guys that was sent into the jungle, mm-hmm. like a, an army guy. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, he's battled the Predator, so he knows that there's more out there than just human beings. That there are actual aliens that are hunting us for game. Does he let Tukey live or die? Or does he send them to the aliens and let them hunt Tukey for game? Kind of like Ice T and surviving the game. Going back to Running Man, mm-hmm. do you think that we should? At what point will we get to that, where it's reality TV of its ultimate form, and we're putting you into this thing, and um, instead of uh, instead of Richard Dawson though, it's Louis Anderson. 
and he's hosting the running man. Get him, Sub-Zero! Ah! Why is that your only impression? Because it's dead on. <laughs> uh, Tony in Melbourne, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What you got, Tony? I'm chilling, brother. Hey, I'll tell you what I would do. I wouldn't give the government the satisfaction of killing me if I was Dookie. What I would do, dude, I'd pay Chunks the extra 50 bucks to suck the life right out of my hand muscle. <laughs> and that, here's the thing, though. Chunks will do it for five. Mm-hmm. Actually, Chunks is living his own death penalty because of some of those actions. Right. He can't afford the cocktail. Um, <laughs> the what? The drug cocktail. Oh, I gotta say. All right, here's one that's odd when it comes to the governor, Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Now, in Batman and Robin, he was Mr. Freeze and Dr. Victor Fries. Ooh, Freeze and Fry. I he, think, do you I, think he'd kill him by ice or by fire? Well, I think, absolutely, I think that Mr. Freeze would kill him. Because that's what Mr. Freeze was. He was a bad guy. Mm-hmm. I think the doctor lets him live. Or maybe he's like uh, Dr. Death, where he uh, would help him die. Again, just how strange is it that... Arnold Schwarzenegger is uh, deciding on someone's life for real this time. It's not a movie where he has a fake gun up to someone's head. Come with me if you want to live. Double M, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Double M and Edgewater, we got, buddy. What's going on tonight, guys? Yo, dope. (laughs) Um, Major Dutch Schaefer from Predator Mm would have saved him. Because he thought he was going into a rescue mission that Carl Weathers sent him on. <laughs> Come to find out, it was an assassin trip, and he was a little mad when he found out. Oh, of course. That's Who a, wouldn't be? That is a true point. I forgot that. You're right. I think uh, Dutch saves. Thank you, Double M. Now, I'm just wondering how Jack Slater, last action hero. Oh, come on. He's a hero. He's the last action hero. He's, he would be breaking into the prison to free Tukey. Would he bring that little kid along with him? He just he's a second-tier character who was always afraid to die because he's second-tier. Now, I think that Howard Langston from Jingle All the Way, he was a family man. I think he lets Tukey live. Or does he string him up with uh, Christmas lights? Here's one that I definitely know. Because of the fact that he carried another human being inside him, and that's Dr. Alex Hasey from he- Junior. He lets him live? He lets him live, because he knows what it's like. Yeah, he well, he's... Uh, carried, Being a mother father. He's carried life in his belly. All right, hold on a second. All right, so let me go through the list that we have. Terminator, kill. Commando, live. Predator, live. Wait, Run- Commando's kill, isn't it? No, I don't think Commando killed him. Hmm, okay. No, John Matrix, I think he lets him live. Twins, live. Total Recall, Douglas Quaid, Hauser? Uh, he would kill him in his mind, but he wouldn't have the balls to do it in real life. He would go on a trip in his mind to kill him. All right, that's a wash. Okay. Detective John Kimball, live. Last Action Hero, live. Junior, live. Jingle All the Way, live. live. It's a push on Batman and Robin, Mr. Freeze. All right, so the majority of these characters, I think, would let him live. I'll tell you what, that Terminator, the big one. Do you, for about 10. You think that gave Tukey false hope then? Mm-hmm. Looking over his uh, resume? resume on imdb.com? Now I heard that uh, Arnold offered to show Tukey all of his movies, and that now Tukey's actually requesting to be killed instead of sitting through all those. What would you rather? A nice Arnold marathon? Like the old days, where he was Arnold Strong, and he was dubbed in over in English, 
instead of uh, whatever his na- native language is? I would say I would watch the movies instead of get killed unless they put the Conan ones in. And then I'm saying kill me. Mike and Deltona, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. We got Mike. Hey, what's up, fellas? I just want to say I enjoy the show. Thank you. Um, I, I, you know, I have a lot of opinions on this matter. Tukey Williams killed a family, among mm-hmm. other things, starting one of the most violent street gangs out there. He killed a mother, a father, and a daughter. Mm-hmm. And I don't care how many books you write. I mean, I have a daughter, you know, and that, and that the, the guy deserves to die. And a lot of people hang their hat on the fact he was nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. Anyone can nominate anyone. That's an open forum. I can nominate you because I think you guys Please do. Show. Well, then why the hell haven't you, you ass? Get on that. Because I plan on uh, committing a quadruple murder uh, I mean, at some point. I just don't think stories are enough to justify that the gentleman lives. You know, I, he's I, a murderer. I agree on that point, Mike. Here's why I tend to think, eh. I just don't think killing someone in return... Does anything for anybody? Yeah, I mean, I'm. You know what? I could care less if they uh, kill him or don't. It really doesn't bug me if he dies tonight, uh, which he's going to. It, but it doesn't bother me. But I just still, still don't like. I'm not a big uh, let's kill him kind of guy though either. You know, I just don't care. All right, here, John R. Hicks of Ohio, November 29th, 2005. Two steaks, a baked potato salad, bread, apple pie, a soft drink, and potato chips. Lots of potatoes. Eric Randall Nance of Arkansas on the 28th. Two bacon cheeseburgers, french fries, two pints of chocolate chip cookie, uh, chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream, and two cans of Coca-Cola. Good taste. Yeah, most of these guys, two, two double cheeseburgers. All right, listen to this son of a bitch. Charles Daniel Thacker from Texas, November 9th. Two double cheeseburgers, french fries with ketchup, onion rings, fajitas. Two Mountain Dews, two Coca-Colas, two Dr. Peppers, guacamole dip with tortilla chips, four, si- four slices of pepperoni pizza, one chocolate chip, two slices of double chocolate cake, and two pints of ice cream. That has to be the retard that was killed in Texas. Only a retard eats like that. Filling that big, odd-shaped body of his. Oh, wait a second. No, that's what Matt Albert's eating tonight. Uh-oh. Never mind. I got confused. He was writing down what he's eating, what Mom was making. <laughs> I'm going to take a break. We'll come back. Uh, it's the hideout. 407-916-1041. A uh, quick reset of the hideout next on Real Radio 104.1. Really not much suspense there, J-Dubs. Nope. It is the hideout. Real Radio 104.1 live on a Monday night. If you want to be somebody, come on in. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um... So Reggie Bush wins. I, we have a speech, and he begins to lose it just a little bit at the end. Now, it's always interesting to me to see these sports guys. Well, a lot of times it happens in retirement, when they mm-hmm. give their retirement speeches, and they begin to cry. Uh, here's Reg- Emmett Smith, mostly. Um, it, but it, it, all of them. Emmett yeah. Smith, I think it happened to... Uh, Emmett lost it when he broke any record he broke, anytime, anytime he talked about the game of football. Right. All right, let's hear uh, Reggie Bush's speech on, from Saturday. For my family, uh, for your unconditional love and support throughout my life. My mom, I mean, uh, you know, since we were young, you always worked hard. You showed me the way. You know, show me how to do it. A woman of God, and I love you for that. My dad. <laughs> so my dad, 
I mean, what can I say? You took me in at the age of two, and uh, it takes a man to um, to do something like that. I love it. So he doesn't cry all the way. But he, uh, you know, he a little bit. You yeah, know, he starts welling up. You know, he's he's thinking back to his life and, uh, you know, the people who've helped him out and welled up a little bit. Now, Chad Johnson of the Cincinnati Bengals uh, lost it. Mm-hmm. And, and that was to, uh, because of losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Frustrating for this first loss? Yeah, man, we're not supposed to lose. You can't be satisfied. 4-1 is not satisfying. This ain't satisfying. That's the whole point, man. That's we be supposed to be out of that stage. We ain't supposed to lose no more. Games ain't supposed, ain't supposed to be close games like these games. We got to win. These are the times we got to win, and they wonder why we don't get Monday Sunday night games. Man, we got to win stuff like this, man. Shut up! Stop it! Ain't supposed to be close no more. That's the Bengals are old. This is a better team than a show tonight, then. Yeah, and we got to do it every time we come out. We got to do it. We can't keep talking about it. I mean, we talk about the same thing all the time, but we got to keep doing it. <laughs> you sissy. Obviously, obviously, this is a little emotional for you. What happened to the girl skinny knee? Four and one, and that is not all right. That ain't all right. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> All right, so there's that one. Then mm. another favorite of mine is, um, I guess there was a senator, Cunningham, I think, from California, who got busted. They're all dirty. Abs- absolutely every one of our uh, politicians are dirty, dirty people, like underhanded. But he gets busted. He's an old man, and apparently he was a vet, and he got busted. And so then he had to go give the apology speech. The truth is I broke the law, concealed my conduct, and disgraced my office. I know that I will forfeit my freedom, my reputation, my worldly possessions, most importantly, the trust of my friends and family. Some time ago, I asked lawyers to inform U.S. Attorney Carol Lamb that I would plead guilty and begin serving a prison term. Today is the culmination of that process. (laughs) I will continue to cooperate with the government's ongoing investigation to the best of my ability. In my life, I have had great joy (laughs) and great sorrow, and now I know great shame. I learned in Vietnam. Oh, don't play that the card. Don't play that card. Is how dirty Howie responds <laughs> to adversity. I can't undo what I've done, but Make I can't be Howie. And now, pull it together, big man. Almost, I'm almost 65 years old, <laughs> and we'll and die I in jail. the twilight of my life. I intend to use the remaining time that God grants me to make amends, and I will. The first step in that journey is to admit fault and apologize, and I do apologize. The next step is to face the consequences of my action like a man. Today, Be a I man right the now. first step, and with God's grace, I will take the second. 
So now, what is it too about a man crying that's so funny? Did you ever have you ever seen your dad cry before? No, I think that's the funny thing. We're taught throughout life, men are not supposed to cry unless because your it, dog or your wife dies. Other than that, you can't cry. Because even like with women, and you hear them crying, it's not even really all that funny. It's almost mm-hmm. kind of sad a lot of times. And sexy. But that's what you do. That's Reminds what you're me of my first time. Right. Hmm? So then, I heard this on the Monsters this morning, and Matt Albert sent it to you. This is a guy who apparently is at a some sort of wrestling Q&A. Yeah, like uh, there's four old school wrestlers sitting up uh, doing a Q&A at like a gymnasium. And there's no one there. No. There's a, there's more people at, like, the the JV volleyball game than that's at this Q&A with these old school wrestlers. So, so I guess he's asking a question or giving a statement or something. Next question, Jeff, where are you? Right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. It's still real to me, damn it! <laughs> I'll be. Thank Make you, it easy, man. Thank you, guys. You're awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Funk, for saying what needed to be said. I don't want to see another one of these. Well, thank you. <laughs> And the wrestlers are like, all right, keep it together, buddy. Take it easy, man. You hear him say, take it easy, man. <laughs> and I guess he's really into wrestling. Do you think maybe this is after somebody died from re- in wrestling? I think so. Something like uh, either died from uh, steroids or something, you know. Or maybe some sort of an accident. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting there with, the, I think he's got his NWO shirt on. <laughs> he's this really fat guy. And he's, well, I imagine that being the blue meanie in like 15, 20 years. He looks like your uncle who probably never got laid. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He, the, the guy has an overabundance of uh, estrogen in him, too. You can see with those big protruding breasts he has. Everything's all perky on him. Right. He's sitting because he's sitting there on the bleachers, and you see the, like, the big round cutout of his belly and then like two smaller ones above the belly of his boobs. I play that one again, the ultimate crier. Next question, Jeff, where are you? Right there. Yeah. Um, I yeah. just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. It's still real to me, damn it! Take it easy, man. Take it easy, man. Calm down. You're awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Funk, for saying what needed to be said. I don't want to see another one of these. Well, thank you. I, uh, and at that point, let me ask you, all right, we got to take a break. Let's come back. How do you react? Like, if you see someone in a public forum like that, just lose it. Do you laugh? Oh, I would lose it, too. I'd laugh my ass off. Because this man, it, this seems like it's something life or death to him. I'd run out of those big double uh, double opening doors that they have in those gymnasiums, dying laughing. I wouldn't be able to handle it. And I wish they'd kept the shot on the wrestlers <laughs> to see what they're doing, too. All right, got to take a quick break and come back. Uh, 407-916-1041-888. It's still real to me, damn it. Uh, it's a hideout road radio, 104.1. Question, Jeff, where are you? Right there. Yeah. Um... I just 
want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. It's still real to me, damn it! I mean, thank Make you. Easy, man. Thank you, guys. You're <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Funk, for saying what needed to be said. I don't want to see another one of these. Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Half and dubs on a Monday night. J-dubs, that's the ultimate crier. Um, Cletus in Orlando, you're next up in the hideout. What do you got, Cletus? Hey, hey, is this mate? It's you. Hey, I want to tell you something, boys. Yeah. I, I've been inspired. There's three things I like in this life, and that's pudding, NASCAR, <laughs> and you boys. You boys right here. I love you both. I love you both. Damn. Thank you, Cletus. You, know, you don't understand. Cletus Every day crier. I listen to you, you tell your little farty jokes on the air. <laughs> you gave me some my daughter. Keep it together, Cletus. Thank you for... I think do. I can't. Thank you. I think damn. All right, thank you, Cletus. I love you, Bob. I, we, uh, we, lo- we, we love you. We love you, Cletus. I know. Thank you, Cletus. Wow. <laughs> Now, Dubs, what do you do when your chick cries? You know, you, you just kind of, is there anything I can do? What can I do for you? Is there anything? I, can I make it better? Do you begin to poker with your pelvis, saying, is this a good time? <laughs> can I use your tears as lubricant? Chuck Jock. Come on. Dave, who's <laughs> the city walk here in the hideout of Radio. We got Dave. Hey, guys, you, you forgot, like, for all these little Gator fans running around here, when Urban Meyer broke down at a press conference a few weeks ago or a few months ago when Florida lost its second or third game, bawling about, Gator Nation doesn't deserve these losses. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hear that uh, one. We, we need to get that yeah, one. Yeah, we got to pull that. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, I mean, it's terrible. It just proves that Gators are pussies. <laughs> oh, is this Hulkster oh, in heaven? For Tukey. You think he was Hulkamaniac? I bet he could beat the Hulk's ass. Look at this picture of him on Drudge. Oh, wow. He's a big dude. Big One dude. One bigger than his arms is Fro. Yeah. That's what I want to look like. Tukey. Imagine if this was for Tukey. <laughs> what if he said, this is the song that I want to go out to? This is my out music. Play it while the, while the uh, chair is flying. Hogan. 
All right, you know, hold on. Speaking of death, Daily Show halts production following suicide. Oh, really? An employee of the Daily Show, John Stewart, has committed suicide, leading the network to suspend production of tonight's episode. 25 took his own life over the weekend, according to the network. He was a former intern and worked as a receptionist at the program's offices in New York. Oh, he's just a receptionist? The show must go on with receptionist, guys. All right, if we had an intern commit suicide, would we do the show? Oh, yeah, that'd be great material. You hear that, Gibbs? By the way, new Putin tonight. I got a very nice email from Putin. Did you get one? I got one, too. What do you say? Let me see if I read it real fast. This is uh, Putin's out music now. You were my friend. Pear-shaped friend. My name is Putin. I am 23. I wear a diaper. And I just whiz myself so much that it overflew the giant spongy reservoir <laughs> and flooded my pants. All right, this is from Mike Appel. To you all, thank you very, very much for letting me intern, despite the somewhat honorary attitude or disinterest I sometimes portrayed. I've learned an ass load, and I do actually like all of you, even Hefe, and will miss the fun times, in quotes, the abuse. Good luck. Isn't Darone's internship up? I'm a lonely nerd. Did you reply to him? No. I didn't either. Whatever, beat it. <laughs> I don't want to hear that sappy crap. Sorry, F.A. All right, Dubs. Let's take a break, come back, talk to Jamie Lynn, Penthouse Pet of the Year. She's uh, talking to us about being the Penthouse Pet of the Year. Next in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Monday night in the hideout, Row Radio 104.1, El Jefe and J Dubs. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Damn! I am on uh, sexyjamie.com right now, about to talk to uh, Jamie Lynn, Penthouse Pet of the Year. And uh, I'm watching the free trailer of uh, Leather Couch Fun. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I heard it's uh, again Oscar award-winning, uh, you know, Oscar blurbs thrown out about it all the time right now. This is what I'm doing if I'm Tukey, and it's my last moments. Running one to Jamie Lynn. Jamie, welcome into the hideout on Real Radio. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Uh, we're all right. Um, so Jamie, what do you think about Tukey being, uh, you know, uh, being fried tonight? Getting yeah. to go into the electric chair. Are you out in California? I am in California. Um. I'm not really sure because I've been out of town for like a couple of weeks. So I came home and it was on, and I'm not sure. You know, I don't really know too much about it. I do know that um, I'm not sure. I'm just not sure about. It. I'm sorry. Well, what do you think about the death penalty? The death penalty, uh, I I think it's good for some things, you know, but um, mm-hmm. I don't really know why he's being prosecuted. I, I guess because he's a gang member and he killed people. Is yeah. That right. Right, no, yeah, you're right on the head there. No, uh, Jamie Lynn, sexyjamie.com, penthouse pet of the year. Now, uh, how did you get to this point with the penthouse pet of the year? What did you have to do for that? Well, I became a pet um, last January, and then um, I've been working with penthouse doing promotions, and then I was in the running for pet of the year. So the members uh, logged into 
um, penthouse pet of the year, um, and they voted for their people, which I wasn't that high in voting, actually. But um, you also do these interviews with the owners and a photo shoot. And Wow, nice. So, so uh, what do you think of Richard Pryor dying this past weekend? That's sad. Yeah. Were you a big fan of Richard? Not really. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. What what black people do you know? Yeah, you don't know Tokyo. You don't know Richard. It's too bad. It's just too bad. (laughs) Uh, Jamie Lynn, Penthouse Pet of the Year, SexyJamie dot com. So you had to go around and do had to do interviews for all this stuff. And that's yeah, how you yeah, went? Well, they had like the playoffs in New York, and uh, all five of those girls, uh, Cassia Riley, Ashley Roberts, Ginger Jolie, and Valentina Vaughn, we all um, went to New York and did some interviews there, and they also set us up, and it was like a pampering as well. You know, they hooked us up at the St. Regis and got us a nice spa and everything. It was fun. I, I can see, I, all right, I'm sorry, does one more, go ahead. Okay, yeah, I just want to know, uh, Richard Pryor movies, what one did you like better, the toy or moving? Toy or moving? Yeah, the toy or moving. Well, Which seen, one? I've seen toy. I have Is that seen. What you're talking about? I'm actually watching her play with toys right now. Um, on sexyjamie.com. Uh, yeah, I like toys. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably what she what she's more than likely into. Uh, yeah, that's a nice. I like that. That's a free trailer because now I'm just gonna loop it over and over again on sexyjamie.com. She's just not fond of black. Are you, getting, are you getting all excited or what? Um, yeah. Now I also see that you're able to. Let's say. You would never go thirsty because you uh, would always have easy access to milk. Apparently, you can do that. Um, you know what I mean? Like we're on the radio, so we have to be, cl- you know, kind of clean about it. But right. if you had to uh, nurse yourself, you could. If I didn't nurse myself. Yeah, because you were able uh, to. Yeah, definitely, I'm able to touch exactly. Um. Yeah, and she really likes the fingers thing. All right, uh, 407-916-1041, Can you take a call real fast? Jamie Lynn. Yeah, uh, definitely. SexyJamie.com, Penthouse Pet of the Year. Um, uh, great honor. Let's talk to uh, Johnny uh, Johntown here in the hideout. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, is this uh, Jamie? How you doing, Johnny? Oh, you're pretty hot. Ooh, you sound pretty sexy. Yeah. What's going on? I'm like 6'3". Uh, a little what? Over. I'm like 6'3". I'm a little overweight. I'm like uh, close to 300. But I'm working out, so it'll be all muscle soon. Right. How about you and me equals a night of fun? <laughs> How about you go to sexyjamie.com? Yeah, sexyjamie.com. Go to sexyjamie.com. I'll be in California next week. No, all right, thank you, Johnny. Well, well, yeah. Let's get it on. All right, thank you. I need some chocolate milk. Okay, thank you. If, it's, uh, if uh, we go to com. Actually, it's sexyjamie.com. Oh, sexyjamie.com. Oh, yeah, that's right. If we go to com, uh, after Wednesday, will you have a review up of uh, the new great King Kong movie? And will you go watch King Kong? Um, I don't know if I will go watch King Kong. There's mm. a lot of movies that I don't want to see. But maybe, you know, we'll see. Uh, so what's next for you? Are you going on this big media blitz uh, promoting that you're the penthouse pet of the year? Yeah, I just did my tour to all the um, penthouse clubs. So it was fun. It was like two weeks of traveling to a lot of um, hot strip clubs all around the um, U.S., which was pretty fun. And then um, I'm going to be doing AVM. That's the next big thing and just working on my website. Are you in porn? Are you actually doing? In, are you like hard doing hardcore porn? No, I don't do anything hardcore. No. 
Um, no, I'm Zoomy signing for Penthouse. Oh, all right. Well, very good. Well, Jamie Lynn, sexyjamie.com, Penthouse Pet of the Year. Any final questions for Jamie Lynn, J-Dubs? Uh, no, I think I'm good. All right. Well, I don't. Thank you, Jamie. Appreciate Champion the civil rights. Checking in. She didn't know a single black person. No. How, do you, how do you go through life not hearing of Richard Pryor? <laughs> you live in California not knowing anything about Tukey. We can't escape him. Uh, Jimmy Jim Jim, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's going on, Jimmy Jimmy? Jimmy, I want to do you so bad. We hung up on I want to do some porn with you. She's not She's not on the phone anymore. She hung up? Yeah. Oh, you guys want to do some porn with me? No, we're not interested in doing porn with you. Dude, Uh-oh. I'll be the bottom. Okay, no, first. that's not, no. At first. No, we're not, thank you. It's not gay if you both do it. What? Yes, it actually it is. I'll rip your bald head. Oh, thank you. All right, jamielynn.com is actually Britney Spears' little sister's future side. <laughs> oh, man, we didn't get a chance to ask her about the elections in Iraq. Oh, nuts. I'm sure she had something very uh, interesting to say about it. How do you go through life <laughs> uh, just not knowing anything, really? Well, when you're a penthouse pet, all you need to know is you don't watch the your news. Boobs look good. No, why would you? People watch it for you. Willie calling from South Central LA. You're in the hideout. We got Willie. Yeah, I just want to see if I can get get a groove on, cause we ain't not but a couple animals. We from South Central. All right. Don't know what that was. <laughs> but yes, the answer is yes. And the funny thing is, she's got more money than us and drives a Porsche now. Does she? Yeah. So maybe it's just better that we just go on our looks then. Maybe that's what we should do. I got a quote from her. It doesn't really make sense about winning, I guess. Mm-hmm. It says, I, I leave it all to genetics and enjoying life. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you put that so I could ask her about? When you're happy, you're always beautiful. I mean, it's it's not really a smart quote. Maybe she meant when you're beautiful, you're always happy. Most retarded people are happy, too. It doesn't... Mean anything great? I look at this chamber that they're putting Tuki in. It looks like a bar of zest soap that's been cut open. It's just all green and like 60s or 70s looking. Oh, is he getting the gas chamber? Is that the gas chamber he's getting? I thought he was getting uh... the chair. No, he's not getting the chair. No, I think that is um, lethal injection table. Mm. San Quentin. Yeah, that's what it is. I think the gas chamber is the way to go out, to be honest with you. Oh, no, I heard the gas chamber is the worst because you basically suffocate the whole time. Ed the Bull, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What do you got, Ed? Hey, I want to I just by the interview of Jamie and the questions. Tell me, is she a blonde? I'm driving my car. she got to be a blonde. Yeah, she's a, she's a blonde, and she's got humongous boobies that appear real because they're very much like laying to the side. Yeah, they're well, udders. Yeah. But you, but you can tell she was a blonde by the answers. Oh, oh yeah, no. she was an idiot. Yeah, she had I no mean, idea about anything. Nothing. Yeah, which is kind of hot I mean, she didn't way. even really know her website. She's like, oh, yeah, there's a, there's me playing with a toy. And then trying to talk dirty to us. Yeah, you, you getting all excited over there, stud? 
And you know that's never, that's like the ultimate, like, <laughs> have you ever had phone sex? I've tried. When I was younger, I, I ran up my mom's bill one time. That was a bad thing. 20 minutes. 20, look at those things. They're freaking huge. Oh, my God. Look at them, Dubs. Hold on. Yeah, what chunk? Oh, yeah, she also got a boat. Yeah, but her her looks are going to go. Yeah. I didn't like her as much as the one we talked to last week. She was fun. From looks at her pictures, she doesn't have a man in it. No, there's not. Look at those things. They're, they have to be Ds. They're humongous. SexyJamie.com if you're over 18. And apparently she's the star of Top Girl, too. Oh, nice. Now I respect her. Mm-hmm. That's art. All right, let's take a break, Dubs. Come back. Oh, I got a couple clips from Richard Pryor that maybe if you want to play. Yeah, sad day. When we get back. Uh, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. We are gathered here today on this softer occasion to say goodbye to the dearly departed. He was dearly... And he has departed. <laughs> Thus, that's why we call him the daily departed. Can I get an amen? Yeah. <laughs> Richard Pryor, dead at the age of 65, Saturday night. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Has to be one of the funniest stand-ups ever. Um, who's the funniest of all time to you? My all-time favorite uh, would have to be Sam Kinison, but uh, Richard Pryor is one of the top ones up there. And uh, Eddie Murphy was great. Was I don't think he can still pull off the, the comedy think, he used to. But. Do you think he Eddie Murphy is um, what was it because of Raw and Delirious? Oh yeah. And so those two alone can make him the greatest of all time? One of the greatest, yeah. I mean, for a while there, he was the biggest comedian out there. Because of those two movies? All right, Even top before five. that, he was packing the... All right, top five comedians, then, of all time. Chris Rock. Really? I love his stand-up. His stand-up is excellent, even though his movies don't really stand up. Uh, I would have to say Richard Pryor, um, Sam Kinison... Personally, one I'm going to throw up there, I don't know if he belongs up there or not, but uh, David Cross, his stand-up is great. Okay, here's the thing about David Cross. I don't think his stand-up is great, but he is funny as hell. Oh, his stand-up is the best part about him. You told me, you that last DVD, I'm like, hey, can I borrow that? And then you're like, no, it's not worth your time, it's no good. Well, it wasn't a stand-up. It was just like backstage of uh, him on the road. Oh, I thought it was a stand-up. No. All right, well, never mind then. David Cross is your... Four, who's your five? My five would have to be four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one. Top 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 five comedians of all time. Monique. Is she in your no, top five? Monique is not in my top five. Sinbad. Sinbad definitely not in my top five. Right. I put carrot top above uh, Sinbad. Carrot top? No. Top five stand up comedians of all time. Hmm. Of all time, J dubs. This is a big list. And this is according to uh the funniest person in Orlando. Damon Wayans, number five. Have you ever seen his stand-up? Yes. It is awesome. 
His his stuff lately, like with his uh, premium blend. All right, who did Dubs leave off his list? You got Rock, Murphy, mm-hmm. Pryor, Kennison, Kennison, and Damian Waynes. Damian Waynes. Damian Waynes. All right, that's your top five. Mm-hmm. All right, I think you left off the. To me, you left off the best comedian. Who? I'm gonna wait because the Pete, you have now pissed off uh, Central Florida and the Screw world. Screw Central Florida and, and the, the world. world. Screw them all. That's my personal top five. You have left off, I think, the greatest. To me, the greatest. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven. Well, maybe he'll make it on your top five then. No, he should be on everyone's top five. The person you left off. Hey, Chunks, you want to try to screen the phone calls today? Boy, do I miss Putin. Rob in Winton Park, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Rob? What's going on? You guys miss Dennis Leary, man. All right, Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary, hit or miss with me. I, uh, or, or you're on stand-up, though, you know? Uh, I, You know, Dennis Leary and the No Cure for Cancer The thing, No Cure for Cancer bit was great. Right. That whole uh, stand-up was really good, but, I mean, I watch the stuff, I laugh, but I'm not, you know... Like, it's one of those stand-ups where you're watching it at home. You're laughing, not out loud though. You right. know, you, but th- those five that I gave you, I laugh out loud when I saw that when I see their stand-ups. All right, Jason in Orlando, you're on the Hideout on Real Radio. Who did Dubs leave off? Hi, I can't believe you guys uh, haven't said anything like Robin Williams. All right, stuff. this isn't mine. This is J Dub's stupid list, and Robin and Robin Williams is far off mine because he does the same impression still today. Now, I think he's funny improv, but isn't his whole thing like he steals jokes? He's like the king of stealing jokes. Oh, is he? I've never heard that. That's I've heard, heard that about uh, Dennis Larry. I've heard he steals jokes, but I haven't heard that of uh, Robin Williams. Lewis and Ocali, you're next up in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Lewis? Hey. Hello? Lewis, you there? Lost him. I mean, he was going to say Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin? Funny. I, I love that. Uh... Better than Wayne's? No. All right, again, Dubs is top five. Rock, Murphy, Pryor, uh, Kennison, and Waynes. You're forgetting Judy Tenuta. <laughs> that fan. And wasn't that just a shame? Everybody knew. That killed that show. That fan winning the first season. Who voted? Was it the people or was it the... Yeah, I think the people voted, didn't they? In the end. You know why? Because people love racist humor. Mm-hmm. And that's the only reason. He was a one-trick pony. Three eyes in the land. You're in the hideout. We got three eyes. Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, you got to say the number one man who started it all and allowed people to swear and everything else, Lenny Bruce. I mean, he went through hell for all these other comedians to even be able to do what they can do nowadays. You know what? I love Lenny Bruce, but I love him more for what he went through than his actual comedy. Yeah. Like I go back and I listen to his stuff, and because I, I did, because I did a whole, like I did a play on Lenny Bruce, and played him when I was in, uh, when I was in high school, and so I did a lot of research on him, and I think he was a brilliant mind, but mm-hmm. I don't know that he's necessarily the funniest. He did a lot of stuff though. Ladies first in the hideout. Mary in Daytona, you're up next. We got Mary. Hey, how about Bill Cosby in his day? Now, Bill, I think Bill Cosby was funny in his day, Dubs. You like the curse. I'm telling you, when Not, he did the Noah, that I, old routine. I've never been a big fan of a stand-up. I loved his show. I thought he did a great job in his show. He was a very uh, uh, physical actor. 
where he could, you know, make you laugh with just his physical features and uh, the faces he would make and everything, but I didn't find his stand-up to be drop-dead hilarious. All right, Matt Albert says, famous joke stealers, Robin Williams, Dennis Leary, Carlos Mencia. I didn't Carlos Mencia, yeah. I didn't know he was a famous joke stealer. Carlos Menstelia is what they call him, I've heard. I didn't know that. Gary in Daytona, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Gary? Yeah, uh, Bernie Mac you left off the list. Yeah, Bernie Mac is good, man. He's not in my top five. He's good, but not he's in my He's better top than five. Wayans. No. I think he's better than Wayans. If you ever see Wayne's, uh, his HBO special, which was... I remember. He, that was great. I completely agree. That was a gr- That was one of the best, mm-hmm. I think. But it was one. I've seen a few of his things where he's uh, been beeped out and all that kind of stuff, too, where, you know, it, it was still funny without... All right, there's some great names up here. 407 I go to Mr. Delicious in Melbourne. What do you got, Mr. Delicious? What's up, my brothers? Hey, bro. Rodney Dangerfield, man. Dangerfield, great. Fox. But he, he he was very funny in that, you know... Uh, he might be a redneck kind of way, where he has that one bit that's very funny. Yeah, you, how do you leave off Foxworthy? <laughs> I leave him off very easily. I'd like to leave him maybe off the list of uh, people living today. Brett in Orlando, who do you got, Brett? Uh, for the skinny man, Bill Hicks. I Bill agree. Hicks, I think definitely. Bill, uh, I, think I, I kind of covered him with the uh, with the Kinnison, though. I mean, same type of comedian. Uh, Bill Hicks. Actually, Sam Kinnison stole a lot of his act from Bill Hicks. If he stole his delivery. Else. But he didn't uh, steal, like, his act. He never stole well, any jokes. Well, they were part of a comedy club in Houston mm. in, like, 1977 when Bill Hicks was, like, 16 years old. And Sam Kinison was stealing his act when he was in the high school. I, high would, school. I would put Bill Hicks in my top five, Brett. What do you think of that? No, you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Give me one Bill Hicks bit. I love them all. <laughs> Thank you. Why am I just going to pick one out of all the greatness that is Bill Hicks? Tony in Melbourne, you're in the hideout. What you got, Tony? Hey, Tony. Tony, you got Take the... Take your thumb off of it. Tony, you got <laughs> you got the name that I've been waiting for, Tony. Of the greatest. I figured out who you are waiting for, too. Who? Want me to tell you? Yeah, of course. George Carlin. Yes. How is George Carlin not in your top five? Because I've listened to many of his CDs. You Are All Diseased, I thought was hilarious. This last one was pretty good. But not all of them are what I would consider hilarious. Dude, George Carlin is a genius. He is. And he, I think he's funny. His book is great. A lot of it's just the recycled stuff. That's what anybody's books mm-hmm. are. That's what anybody's stand-up is. They do the same stand-up I mean, You, you can only around. write so many jokes. Uh, you've left off. All right. Um, I only had five spots. Whatever. Look at the five you put in there. Rock, Murphy, Pryor. Uh, Some of the biggest of all time. Kennison, Wayans. Go ahead, DC in Orlando. What you got, dude? Hey, guys. How you doing? All right. All right. Uh, funniest, absolute funniest stand-up I've ever seen is Dane Cook. Dane, Dane Cook, Cook, Dubs. If we had funny. him in the hideout. Yeah, we've had him on before. Uh, funny, yeah. Absolutely no, hilarious. I wouldn't put him in my top five, though. He's in my top five, DC. You are all out of top fives now. No! You've uh, you've told everybody so far. You put him in their top five. All right, this one's in honor of our buddy Fez Watley, Alan DeGeneres. <laughs> no. I remember when he said that, and he started just getting a flood of the same Alan DVD over and over and over again for his birthday. Yeah, they say Leary's a complete rip-off of Hicks. Um, 
Uh, Black Cat and Kissimmee. What do you got, Black Cat? Hey, man. Yo. Yo, Red Fox. Oh, yeah, genius. Red Fox is a genius. Not my top five. You know why? You're racist. Why? There's many black people on my list. I think the black people may outweigh the white. Yes. Rock, Murphy, Pryor, yeah. Kennison, Wayans. Yeah. Racist. Yeah. Chris in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got, Chris? Hey, you guys are forgetting one amazing man, Adam Sandler. No. No, no he's not a you know, he's not a top comedian. Not for stand up. He's like done his... some very funny bits. He's done some very funny I like uh, his movies. Movies. Uh, the early ones were really, really funny. Stand up? No. No, he just goes around with that guitar and sings his songs. Stupid, stupid lunch lady land. Effing songs. <laughs> Alright, we gotta take a quick break, come back. Dubs you like Everybody you. dies when he starts going Slapper Joe. For some reason. It's a hideout real radio. More of this top five comedians of all time. J dubs and his racist thinking left a ton of great ones off. It's a hideout real radio one oh four point one. Hunky hunky. <laughs> Nigger, dead hunky. That was uh, Richard Pryor, a very groundbreaking bit on Saturday Night Live with uh, Chevy Chase. Richard Pryor dead at the age of 65 of a heart attack. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. He's on my top five, but Hefe doesn't think he uh, belongs on it. Dubs is top five. Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor. Sam Kennison, Damon Wayans. You left off some great stubs. Joe and Ocala, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Joe? Hey, Sammy Joe. Sammy Davis Jr. and Jerry Lewis. All right, Sammy Davis Jr., never found funny. Jerry Lewis. No. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we're just, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's different, a little bit too old for Different us. generation, probably. Mm. That's probably the difference there. Willie and Rock Ledge, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Willie? Hey guys, uh, Eddie Murphy definitely. Um, one of the one of the big ones you guys left off, I believe, is the late genius of Mitch Hedberg. Dubs, did you like Mitch Hedberg? Yeah, I like oh, Mitch, Mitch Hedberg, but awesome. I I am not familiar with this stuff, I guess, enough to put him on my top, top five. five. CJ in Longwood, you're in the hideout. What do you guys, CJ? Hey guys, um, I wanted to stay in Lewis Black. You know, I like Lewis Black right now. I think he's over. I think he's getting there. In fact, I got a Lewis Black drop. I think that one's on that CD I gave you, track 13, over there, Tommy. Thank you, CJ. We'll see you uh, hopefully Friday night. I like Lewis Black, but I don't think he belongs in anybody's top five personally for stand-up. 2005 was a lot of fun. If you like swimming through crap, is he um, is he ripping off anybody? You think like his whole? I no. mean, there's so many deliveries that are yeah. kind of the same. And I, I mean, just because you have the same delivery as someone, or you've hung out with someone a lot, you tend to adapt with uh, the delivery and everything, and right. sound the same a little bit. But as long as you aren't stealing the the core of the joke and everything, you, you're pretty well safe, and you aren't really ripping anybody off. Scott and Rockledge, you're in the hot Adam we're radio. What do you got, Scott? Hey guys, first off, I just want to echo the guy who said Bill Hicks. I think that guy was brilliant. That was mm-hmm. me. Hell no, it I wasn't. Think. No, it wasn't. Uh, but uh, my pick, I know he's an acquired taste, but I think he's a freaking genius, is Andy Kaufman. I dug Kaufman a lot, man. I think he was a genius. I He wasn't he, he wasn't the type that would uh, make me, you know, he's not gonna get up the there. floor laughing. He's not going to get up there and tell jokes. Mm-hmm. He's very, uh, just very off the wall and very, very smart with what he did. Uh, Jeff and Kissimmee, you're next up in the hideout. What do you got, Jeff? Hey, 
What about Stephen Wright? You know what? I really like Stephen Wright. It's been forever since he's done anything, but he, to me, is very, very funny. Your top five is full. No. I still got plenty. I got like two or three slots No, left. you don't. John in Orlando, you next You put Redbox on there three times. Hey, what's up, guys? Let he deserves show, it. Huh? Thank you. Hey, you ever heard of Pablo Francisco? Yes, actually, I have. You think he's pretty great, guys? Let me show Thank you, man. He's better than Messiah, too. I don't think I've ever seen his stand-up. Pablo Francisco. We interviewed him. Did we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I don't think he was funny. We did interview Remember, we did... We interviewed him here. I wasn't saying with Zen DC, but we interviewed him here. And remember, he just kept running jokes. He kept running bits the whole time. Hmm. You couldn't really talk to him. But the stuff that I saw online of him was funny. He just wasn't a good interview. Yeah. I think that's maybe what soured it a little bit. 407-916-1041. Hey, out of, um, out of his movies, which was your favorite Richard Pryor movie? Just because this one we had on VHS at home all the time, and I watched it a lot, the toy. I, I think I'm. You're so racist. You were just incredibly a racist person. You know they're remaking it with Bernie Mac, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Um, my favorite movie with uh, Eddie Murphy, or I'm sorry, Richard Pryor, Lost Highway. Pick one where he, he was in it. I just thought it was so weird seeing Richard Pryor in Lost Highway, like the MS, mm-hmm. Richard Pryor. Jim, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. I can't believe no one said Paula Poundstone or Caroline Ray. They are just so funny. I know. My partner and I just sit back and we love the DVDs they have. It's great. I, no one has really brought up any women, Dubs. They're just so funny. Their period oh. humor so hard. I laugh so much. And they got big manly shoulders, which is kind of nice. All right, thank you, Jim. I hate female comedians, and I know that's a bad thing I'll to I'll give say. you one I think you'll like, because I think she's actually funny. Sarah Silverman. I think she's funny. Uh, I don't think I've ever really liked her stand-up, but whenever she's like sitting there riffing with anybody, whenever she's doing like the uh, roast and everything, I think she's hilarious. I think she's one of the very few funny women. I think she's very one of the very few women you pull down, there's a penis sitting there. You don't think she's hot? Oh, she's hot, but I think there's there's definitely a, uh, at least a half one growing. All right, so you're really into it then. Mm. You just want diddle-diddle? Mm. Right, actually, my favorite Richard Pryor movie other than Lost Highway, Brewster's Millions. I used to think, and the reason it was my favorite, first of all, he was an ex-baseball player, and I always thought it was so cool when he and John Candy are in that expensive-ass hotel playing catch. I was like, that's a dream, to be in somewhere that expensive just playing catch. And then secondly, $30 million in 30 days? That's a dream. Like, I would always fantasize about how would I spend $30 million in 30 days. Actually, I liked him in Beverly Hills Cop. That was Eddie Murphy. Not Richard Pryor. Oh, you know, speaking of joke stealers, Mm -hmm. someone who I thought was great until I went back and listened to old stuff, Martin Lawrence. And then I realized essentially he was doing Pryor's act. Was he really? Yeah. I loved the um, one of the Martin Lawrence tapes was funny as hell. And then you go back and it was really all the Pryor stuff. I was like, wow, man. 
between that and Martin falling off, like the TV show. That was a great show. I love that show. All right, this is coming on the AOL Instant Messenger from uh, Real Radio Hideout. This comes from Andrew Dice Clay. I think Dice Clay is hilarious and a genius. <laughs> He's a legend. Um, I love that someone has Andrew Dice Clay on their IM. That or it's actually him. <laughs> and he could just be hanging out in Central Florida listening. All right, Matt Albert says he wanted that catcher's mask necklace that John Candy had. Hey, you better be careful, you fat bastard. You're going to end up like uh, John Candy. Yeah, you're going to be keeling over after uh, a really bad cartoon comes out about you. All right, so how, do you think it's something about women that they can't be funny? Or do you think that all the humor is just so much guy stuff? Well, I think that's a big part of it. And, you, don't think and Ellen, it, you don't think Ellen is funny? No. See, I don't think her stand-up is funny, but her show is. Really? Yeah. I Comes out dancing and doing all this stuff. The dancing is hack, but she's like a decent interviewer and she's pretty quick. I've never actually watched the show to figure out whether it was any good or not because I'm not gay. <laughs> she is a lesbian though, so maybe that's part of it. Like she, maybe if you like Poontang, you're funny. Oh, you got you know who was a funny female comedian? Hmm. Rosie O'Donnell. Mm. Oh wait, that was mm. a lie. You think women just try too hard? You think that's the problem with you trying to be that, funny? They might, and like when they go too raunchy, it doesn't really work out, you know. But see, for, it does for me for Silverman. But you know, you think the problem is that most of the female comedians aren't hot. You think back, Silverman. <laughs> if Silverman's hot compared to uh, the rest of them, yeah, she's a she's a uh, really, supermodel. Really, she's like, eh, all right, I guess I'd hit it. Well, stand-ups usually aren't hot either. Yeah? Come on. Ralphie May? That's why you become a stand-up, because you like making people laugh, because you've never been able to get anything with your good looks. Hence, J-Dubs. Hmm? Me, on the other hand. I'm not funny because I'm beautiful. Tim and Lake Mary, you're in the hideout. What you got, Tim? Hmm. Hey, hideout. Yo, dude. Hey, I think uh, Howie Mandel is one of the great stand-ups. I like Hang this. up on him now. Oh, come on. I saw a couple of uh, Mandel's bits. They were kind of funny. Lester Big Hands here in the hideout. What you got, Lester? What's up, baby? I got two for you. Mm-hmm. I got Rudy Ray Moore, if you go old school. Mm-hmm. And um, for a female, I got LaWanda Page. LaWanda Page? You know, uh, she was on after... name scares uh, me. <laughs> what the... <laughs> 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 you know what I'm uh, She was on after on the Sanford and Son, uh, and um, she played as a Jehovah's Witness on uh, Friday. All right, all right, thank you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I gotta admit, that's yeah, I'm not, not familiar me. with it. Hey, you know what always really like makes me cringe hmm. when I turn on the uh, Showtime at the Apollo, and someone's up there bombing. Like, that's I, always. I hate. W- I hate to see someone bombing. I love watching it, but it, it gives you that just ugh feeling. Deuce chill. Yeah. But I love watching it. Nightmare Dave, Heretic's always at the front of the line in Kissimmee. What do you got, buddy? Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, dude. All right, uh, one great female comedian I can think of is Whoopi Goldberg. I thought, <laughs> she, was, I thought she was funny. <laughs> All right, now I... Uh, That's a funny... I don't know, what, Dubs, you didn't think she was funny in her day? No. 
What about Billy Crystal and those old, what were those comic relief things that they used to do? Yeah, they would do yeah, Billy uh, Crystal and Robin Williams and where they would, do yeah, they do it uh, comically for homeless people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Hey, thank you, Nightmare. What Dave, was please. that called? It was comic not, relief. Comic relief, yeah. Oh, Sam in Orlando, you're next up in the hideout. Need a relief from that show that yeah, came on. Say he's a great one, but I think he's funny. Is that uh, Jim Brewer? All right, Jim Brewer, you know what? I saw him. I saw him in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and I had and I had just seen uh, the one with him and Chappelle. What, the movie? Uh, Half-Baked. 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 And so I'm thinking, yeah, this is going to be great. Jim Brewer. Actually, I think I saw Chappelle at the same time. I think I went to Was see... Was it on 420? I think I went to go see Dave Chappelle and Brewer opened. Or it was vice versa. I can't remember, but it was an NR. I can't believe that I've seen Dave Chappelle live in concert. I didn't even remember it. I guess it wasn't that funny. <laughs> yeah, and I thought Brewer was awful. But that was way back when, though. He doesn't seem so bad now. Well, Dubs, your top five. Hack. You're calling a man that died this weekend Hack. Well, Pryor's on my list. Don't be stupid. No, he's not. You said uh, Red Fox went on all five slots. Uh, It's uh, Bill Hicks, George Carlin, Red Fox, Bill Hicks. Ralphie May. And Dat Fan. You're a big Dat Fan fan. And I can can understand it. I have a top six. Uh, Jimmy Norton, Bill Burr. And uh, Rich Voss. You know who else is good? Hmm. I actually like Schimmel. I think Schimmel's funny. Robert Schimmel. Who's that? You never heard of him? I've never seen his stuff. Wow. I saw Rich Voss uh, live, and he was actually really, really funny. And he was really quick, too. Like when they, he was getting heckled and everything. Tops my list is uh, Billy Staples. We actually have some songs that we're supposed to play at some point. All right, Dubs, let's take a break and come back. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. It's a hideout. Dubs, what do we want to do next? Next in line, Crazy Jen. <laughs> we, For 20 seconds, she's awesome. Oh, you know, i got to tell you about something that happened to me at the gas station. Actually, it's something that I found. All right, let's take a quick break, and we come back, and I want to... I wanna, uh, relate this to you. Something right here in Central Florida All right. that um, I think is actually very sad. It's a Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. George Clooney on Regis and Kelly talking about Syriana. It's a Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. People going back to the comedian thing real fast. Swami says as far as female comedians go, it could be the simple fact that men want to bang us and not hear us talk. Mm-hmm. I say very good point. And then uh, I think it was Kevin in Edgewater called up and said he likes the comedy of George Bush, George W. Bush. Well, for females, uh, Hooch, she has to be one of the, the better comedians out there. That stand-up she did for us was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Dubs, top ten movies for the week. All right. Weekend. Uh, Rent at number ten with two million. Chicken Little. 2.3 million. Pride and Justice at 8. Just Friends at 7. Is it Aeon Flux at 6? Aeon. And that's a huge, huge uh, bust yeah. and bomb. 
Yours, mine, and ours at five. Walk- I haven't even heard of that one. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Walk the line, four. Harry Potter still hanging in at three. Number two, I saw, uh, Syriana. Number one, Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Number one, by far, $65.6 million. You saw that one, right? I saw both the top two. Dubs, Narnia, eh, slow, not very interesting, and I read the book, too. Okay. And I liked the books when I read them. Yeah, I, I've heard that, that uh, it really will bore you out. It's not, it just, it was a very slow-paced movie, and there was no, here's what it was lacking. It was lacking any sort of, like, anticipation or suspense. Well, the thing is, when you're, they want children to go see this thing, and it it can't be slow-paced if you want children to see it. It was going, you know what it was? They were going through the motions. Mm. I literally just felt like they were going through the motions. I have no want to see that. Well, just because I had read the books, mm-hmm. and the trailer looks somewhat good. And, you know, now that I'm into the Harry Potter thing, I figure, well, I'll go ahead and check out the Narnia thing. I didn't like Plus, the children that were there in the movie theater were restless. They were they got up, and they were running around, and it wasn't like any of the other Lord of the Rings or even the, the Potter flicks where they're in suspense, and they're sitting there, and they're watching. Well, that's the thing. You said it was very slow-moving and everything, and you can't keep kids interested in a slow-moving movie. Just no drive to the movie. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other hand, the complete other spectrum, Syriana. Yesterday, uh, in between the rehearsal and the actual performance of the Christmas Carol at the Hard Rock, I went to the movies with Drunky and Blackbean of uh, the Monsters of the Morning. Uh, Blackbean bought, thank you, Blackbean. He just goes, hey, Merry Christmas, guys. And then he also, uh, just to show how nice a guy he is, Shared his Reese's Pieces. Oh, wow. With me and Drunky. You actually, uh, after he paid for your ticket, bumped some pieces off of him. No, he handed him to Drunky, and he's like, give some to Hefe. What am I going to do? Oh, nice. So, anyway, we're just sitting there I, watching. I, I was just picturing you with your hand in the bag while he's just sitting there trying to watch the movie. No. So, anyway, we're watching this movie, and the movie-going experience of Drunky the Bear, I just, especially with a movie like Siriana, um... I thought it was a great movie. It's very complicated. As you heard Clooney say, it's the, essentially, it's like the traffic. Remember the movie Traffic? Mm-hmm. But for oil. That whole thing. And so I'm sitting there and we're watching it. And I got to pee. I have the smallest bladder in the world. I always have to sit on the aisle. And I'm always running back and forth to the restroom. So I finally get up. I'm trying to hold it as long as I can. And I got to go to the restroom. So huh. I, I get up and I leave. And I come back and I go, Drunky, what did I miss? Uh, you miss nothing. Oh, oh no. <laughs> nothing, nothing happened. The screen went black. I didn't, didn't see anything. Did anything happen? Oh, nothing. Nothing happened. So I'm like, all right. And I'm watching the rest of the movie, and I'm just, I'm really ultra confused. And I just don't know what's going on. By the way, no mo seats in between us. It was being drunky me. I never have the mo seat. I like to uh, whisper in on people uh, when the movie's going. So... We, 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 we're done watching Syriana, and we're leaving, uh, and we're gonna go grab a cup of, cup of coffee before we go and we do the Christmas carol yesterday. And Bean and I are talking it out, and Drunky's just kinda following behind, and I, and we're trying to figure out, like, piece it all together, and then Bean's like, oh yeah, you got up at the absolute worst part, no wonder you missed that. And I'm like, Drunky, you son of a bitch, I counted on you to fill in the, the fill in the pieces! And all you got for me is, uh, nothing happened. Nothing happened, I don't know. I don't know what happened, nothing happened. 
But this movie, Syriana Dubs, is just genius. Uh, it's it's very aggravating because there are so many points of view that it goes at. Essentially, essentially to me, what the movie is saying, and I say you have to go see this movie. I'm going to go see it again so that I can get it, like the second go around. Basically, uh, it's all about uh, we're just ruled by oil. And our government, and again, it's it's based on, you know, it's not really, it's, it's a fictional account. But it seems like it draws from a lot of stuff um, that happened in real life. It just genuinely seems to me, Dubs, that our government is just here to make money and make money for corporations. And it, there's just no nothing for the people, nothing for the good of the people. It's all about making big business and making the helping the rich stay rich and get even richer at the expense of everybody else. It's really, it's kind of a depressing movie a little bit. But, you know. I don't. I don't know. I have to go check it out. I got the. I got the trailer too. I think it's a really, really good movie. I really think you should check it out. Dave and Maitland, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Hey, FA, what's going on? Yo, dude. Listen, man. You know, I've always given you credit for being the brains of the show, but what are you doing, getting drunky to bear? Count on that guy for anything. I'm telling you, and like a couple of times, I would look over at him or watching Syriana. It's a very complicated movie, and just the look of him being completely lost. Macaroni and cheese is complicated to that guy. It is. He's sitting there. The look on his face. Here's what I would like. I would like for... I thought stuff was soft. I didn't know what was going on. I would like for Chunks and Drunky to go and then try to debrief this movie. Because Bean and I are sitting there racking our brains trying to put it together. They would leave halfway through to go watch Teletubbies on the uh, screen outside. I heard they're playing uh, Teletubbies outside over in the playpen area. Uh, 407-916-1041, Yeah, Chunks. Yeah, I was going to say, I was talking to Drunky after you guys had seen the movie, and I was like, dude, how's the movie? He's like, yeah, it was real good. It was uh, a little political, but uh, <laughs> it was good. I was like, what, really, what is it about? He's like, you're not political. <laughs> it's good, though. I was like, what? And yeah, we're, really we're really sitting there. It was loud. <laughs> yeah. It was big. There's a lot of brown people. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Dubs, I got to tell you, if you go to realradio.fm in the hideout page, because the movie's about oil, essentially. Mm-hmm. If you go to Real Radio on the hideout page, there is a flyer on there that I found at a gas station right here on 436. Now, we'll take a break, we'll come back, and I'll read the flyer to you. And it is one of the most incredibly racist and hateful things that I think I've really ever seen. And it's it was posted all over a gas station right here in our town. Quick break, we come back. It's a hideout. I'll read it to you. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. That's uh, for the trailer for Syriana. I'm telling you, you got to go see this flick, Dubs. It is so good and it's so smart. And it's just about like our dependence on foreign oil and what we are willing to do as a nation. And the, the links that our government will go to, to, I don't know, really make sure certain people are in power uh, over in the Middle East uh, so that it benefits uh, oil companies. And I guess in turn, so it can benefit us, the American uh, people. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... 
It's the high down. It's the hideout rural radio 104.1. Yeah, because that always works. Because mm-hmm. the rich always give back. Mm-hmm. All right, so Dubs, I'm driving on 436, and I need to get some gas. So I pull over. I don't want to say which gas station it is, uh, but it's right here in our town, and it's. I'll I'll give you a hint. It's uh, somewhere between 1792 and uh, Red Bug Lake Road on okay. 436. All right. So there are these flyers. I hold the flyer in my hand. You can see a copy of the flyer. I uh, had it scanned and put up on the website, uh, on the hideout page on roadradio.fm. I believe it's under the photos section. So here's what it says. This station is owned by Muslim terrorists. By the way, it's spelled T-E-R-R-O-R-E-S-T-S. Hey, it's not the spelling. It's the uh, It's the message, okay? This station is owned by Muslim terrorists who falsely advertise gas prices, then jack them up at the pump and send the extra cash to other terrorists to kill Americans. Call your credit card company, report them, it's illegal. Also report them to the oil company and boycott the Muslim terrorists. These Muslim murderers should be run out of our country. Muslim religion says kill all infidels and that is you. So why give them money to kill you and your family? And it's just on a little piece of paper, held together with some tape, slapped all over the gas station right here. I guess technically Altamont Springs, Castleberry area. Mm-hmm. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. You've never seen these uh, before? No. I've actually, they, they've been going around for a little bit, not only at gas stations, there's people posting these things up all over the place for different products other than oil. It's uh, it's very odd. All right, but uh, my point about this one is, is this, I mean, is this right? Is this fair? It, I would say if they're, and I honestly doubt that this is going on, if they are falsely charging people at the pumps, I would say people should be aware of it. Uh, but I think a uh, place would get caught pretty quick for... Uh, and it's, I mean, it's a major gas station. Yeah. Thing, you know what I mean? I mean, it's not like it's uh, something small. I mean, it's a pretty big chain. And I think that uh, they, there they, people happen to work there. They would get busted for this pretty quick if it was actually going on. So I doubt it's going on. Don't you, and yeah. I, I pr- pretty much think it's just something uh, anti-Brown. Yeah, a little hatred going yeah. on more than because I'm pretty sure the government would uh, be in and know mm-hmm. if this is really going on. And it's pretty hard to uh, skim money off the top of uh, something sold like that over on onto credit cards and everything, um, and send freely over to terrorists. All right, what about the statements? These Muslim murderers should be run out of our country. Muslim religion says kill all infidels, and that is you. No, it doesn't. And that's not even close. It's not even close. So why give them money to kill you and your family? I had a way to bring it home. To kill you and your family. You have to be scared into it. Uh, And if you think your money is going in to kill your own child... You're not going to go buy gas there. All right, Mike says he. All right, Mike actually has the uh, the name of the place right, but it's not the exact one. And he goes, the idiot who wrote that failed to read the huge sign posted on the pumps that says credit card purchases add three cents a gallon. Because <laughs> that actually happens. Yeah, 
They do that because the credit cards charge a certain percentage on everything that you use that card with. So so they don't uh, lose money and they can keep their prices lower because they aren't dishing out money to uh, to uh, the credit card companies who actually are the terrorists. I would I would uh, call them terrorists before I would call the Muslim people working in the uh, right with the gouging that they do. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one and star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. And the other thing, too, about it, when you really consider, is if you really think something like this is going on, you're going you're gonna to call authorities. Who's going to make flyers? The only people who are making flyers are people that are, are hateful mm-hmm. and are going out doing hateful stuff. I just thought I, it was interesting that these like these things are posted right here in our city like this, just kind of right all there over out the place. in the open. Where else are they? Well, I uh, I know I've uh, pulled a couple off of uh, different things, and uh, there I have a few in my car. I got one at the mall. Uh, another at like a, like a, I think it was like a Bed Bath and Beyond or something like that. And one actually was at a uh, pornographic video store. You have them in your car? Mm-hmm. You want to take a break and go down and get them? Yeah. All right, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Back on a Monday, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. El Jefe and J-Dubs, be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. I'll have to found the, uh, the, the flyers. Really? Yep. All right, let's, uh, again, this is, uh, I found this mm-hmm. at a gas station that I was at right here in town on 436. Uh, it's a little flyer. There's a picture of it on realradio.fm, the hideout page on the uh, photos section. Uh, this station is owned by Muslim terrorists who falsely advertise gas prices, then jack them up at the pump and send the extra cash to other terrorists to kill Americans. Call your credit card company, report them. It's illegal. By the way, illegal also misspelled, along (laughs) with terrorists. Um, Also report them to the oil company and boycott the Muslim terrorists. These Muslim murderers should be run out of our country. Muslim religion says kill all infidels, and that is you. So why give them money to kill you and your family? Signed, Justin Johnson. Um, 407 916 I'm a member of uh, a group called the HDL, the Hebrew Defense League, <laughs> and uh, there are a lot of reports of this going on, and there are ones attributed to Jews, to Muslims. Anybody who's unpopular in a particular area is being cited for, for this kind of propaganda. And you know it's just hate, too, because it's just the misspellings. You just got to figure hateful people don't really know how to spell all that well. Thank you, Bobo. Well, yeah, the ones I got are pretty... Pretty poorly spelled, too, and whoever wrote it is a retard. By the way, we have the picture of this flyer. on Because uh, I, I ripped it off, and I crinkled it up, and I was about to throw it away, and I was like, hey, wait a second. I'm going to bring this in and uh, show it to the boys. All right, you found these, too? Yeah, I uh, found one at the mall, one at a uh, porno, uh, like a DVD place, and another one at a Bed Bath & Beyond. All right, let me hear the one you found at the mall. The mall? All right. Let me get the music going again. 
And this is actually, uh, it's Christmas time, so they had it over by the Santa. Mm-hmm. This Santa is owned by Muslim terrorists what who the? falsely advertise present giving, then jack the American gifts and send them to non-Santa-loving terrorist kids. Call the North Pole and report him. Also report them to the South Pole. A lot of times letters get uh, uh, letters to Santa get falsely sent to the South Pole, again by terrorists. Boycott this terrorist Santa. All terrorist Santas need to be run out of the country. The, terror, uh, the Santa terrorist religion tells you uh, tells people to take the infidels' presents. Those are yours, your, your presents. And why give the terrorist Santa your wish list for their evil toy for terrorist plot? All right, so they're all over Santa then. Yeah, they're all over. I guess there's something in the Quran or whatever that says take uh, Americans' gifts and give them to terrorist kids. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, well, that's what they're telling us. I right, dubs. Do you believe that everything that can you could you probably blame everything on the terrorists at this point? You think we're at that place in uh in, Amer- in our society right now, where if there are any issues, you can blame it on the terrorists? Ah, uh, yeah, I think uh like uh the they had the drug commercials for a while saying hey if you uh if you're uh, buying drugs or selling drugs you're contributing to terrorism. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that right after 9-11? Right after 9-11, they would uh, have a guy smoking a joint, and then they would just show all these terrorists running around with money. It was the weirdest thing and the stupidest uh, ploy to try to get people to stop doing drugs. Right. All right, you say you also found one in a Bed Bath & Beyond? You want the Bed Bath & Beyond one? Uh, whichever one you want to all get. All right. It, this was over by the uh, the bedding and sheets. This 1,000-thread count bed sheet company is owned by Muslim terrorists who falsely <laughs> advertise their thread count no, and, jack, and jack the extra threads and send them to Muslim terrorists so they can sleep comfortably. Call your local bed bath and beyond hell? and report them. Also call the FBI and tell them you want your thread back, threads back. Boycott thread terrorists. All falsely advertised sheets need to be burned for their lack of threadiness. The thread count terrorist religion says to steal your threads to make it extra comfortable for the terrorist to sleep. Why should terrorists sleep well on your threads? All right, you know, this is... I found this one at a gas station, mm-hmm. mine, about the uh, jacking up of the gas prices. And so now they're spreading the hate to Santa. Santa and thread count for sheets. I can't imagine a terrorist caring about thread count. I guess uh, they take your extra threads... And give them to terrorists to make their own very comfortable, nice sheets while you're sleeping like an animal on 995 threads instead of 1,000. I don't even know. You know, I'll be honest with you. I don't even know what thread count means. If you don't have good thread count, uh, it'll get all bunchy and uh, be not as comfortable, won't be as soft. All right, so what's a good thread count? 1,000 is pretty good. 1,000? Mm-hmm. I must be sleeping in like 40. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, a few of them run across your body. Yeah, I, I'm sleeping. Uh, that's what I'm sleeping on. Paper? The same paper. What is the thread count of paper? Now I'm interested. I don't right. think there is thread count in paper. Why not? Eh, you're right. It's not threads. Yeah, it's pressed. All right, so what's a bad thread count then? Like a regular old cotton T-shirt? Yeah, I think uh, shirts are done on thread count. I don't think they actually tell you a thread count in Shirts, but they could. All right, 407-916-1041, Chunks, you want to go answer phone calls? 
you maniac? Because I need to know what a thread count means. And I think can it's you get the amount of threads within uh, square footage? Or Nan, can you get really uh, are the really really expensive ones? Oh yeah, you can spend if you want good uh, sheets, you'll spend good four or five hundred bucks on sheets. On what? Sheets. If you want really good sheets. Do they have those at Walmart? No. Katie and Edgewater, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Katie? Hey, I Yo. think 3,000 is a good thread count. That's like extra soft and cushy, and a thousand's more like sleeping on paper. Mm, that's what I do. And paper can't be thread counts because it's fibers. Mm. Yeah, because it's fiber. All right, well, yeah. look at you. You're pretty smart. Thank you, Katie. I Thanks, appreciate it. And I wouldn't have misspelled letters if I wrote about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're no hater then. All right, hold on. Zach's got, Zach in Orlando has more info. Hey, how you doing? Hey, dude. Hey, I heard you talking about the drug counts, but you kind of your, your estimate there is a little high for the thousand. Mm-hmm. It's actually more like eight or nine hundred is a really good drug count. I never he- heard of a a thousand. All right, I well, kinda... Katie just said three thousand. No way. There's no such thing. Is a three thousand uh, thread count? Right, now, I know there is a thousand thread count. There, you, there, there is a thousand, but it's like really expensive. You're talking yeah. like probably six hundred dollars for this sheet. Mm-hmm. All right, you know what? All right, one and the is, terrorists are stealing some of those threads, so you got to make sure I, you count your threads when you buy your all right, one sheets. Of, one of you is pulling a W and lying. Who's pulling our leg? Who's misleading? And then it all depends too. Like if you get like Egyptian cotton with a high thread count, that adds even more value to it. Well, like what, what's a what's a high what's a high thread count on the internet? High thread count on the internet, about like um, six, seven hundred is like really damn good. If you get three, four hundred, that's fa- that's fine. I mean, it's just like sleeping on like a cotton swab. All right, people are saying three thousand thread count. There's no such thing. That chick is whacked. That's what Mark says. Why you lie to us, Katie? See, I don't even know about it. I'm just. I'm just reading the paper that's put in front of me. Now, here's the thing. I wonder if I'll ever get to that point where I'm thinking, man, i got to have a high thread count. Or if you if you are, like, is life too good when you're concerned about thread counts? You got maybe you think maybe when you're to the point where you're concerned about thread counts, you're probably living a little high on the hog? Well, I do go and look at the thread count when I buy sheets. Do you really? Mm-hmm. I, I can honestly say I've never once looked at a thread count. You should start. You're going to end up with uh, really bad sheets. Maybe that's why you haven't been sleeping well all the time. You need a good thread no, count. I have sleep apnea. That's different. It has nothing to do with my thread count. Maybe those... So what are your sheets? Uh, my girlfriend would know. I don't know offhand. I can ask her. I don't think we've got the best, but we don't. We definitely don't buy the bottom of the barrel. What kind of money are you making? Let me see your contract. You've seen it. It's lackluster at best. It's the exact same as mine. <laughs> and I got issues with that. Katie, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. I'm not whack. Dude, I'm pe- telling you, 3,000. People are like, saying. Check out Bloomingdale's. Go to Bloomingdale's.com. All right, I'm go to Bloomingdale's.com. See if they got 3,000. Right, I'm legit. I swear to God. I'm legit. Are you rich? <laughs> no. I'm a broke ass. I live in Florida. Come on now. <laughs> All right, thank you, Katie. All right, people are saying the highest thread count is 1,200. That sounds about right. All right, ladies first in the hideout. Angela in Ormond Beach. What you got, Angela? Hey, I was just going to say um, the whole thing is comfort. If you're used to sleeping on sheets that your your parents had or your grandparents had, um, there was no polyester. It was all cotton. 
Hmm. And I found that the higher the thread count, the more comfortable it is. So if you're used to sleeping on polyester blend sheets, then you'll probably never even miss them. All right. You see, I, now I feel like I'm missing out, man. You are. Why am I living like an animal not knowing about thread counts? I'm like a dog. I've slept on carpet and been happy. I, I read off thread count on here. I saw your head tilt. Like uh mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, a weird noise just got thrown in front of a dog. Eddie, uh, you're hey. hanging on his car. What you got, Eddie? Hey, uh, I, I, I've, I've seen, like, in the stores, like in Penny's and those stores, I've seen uh, sheets that have, like, a thread count of, like, about 1,200. And they're, like, really expensive. Mm-hmm. But, right. you know, from personal experience, I've, uh, I've, uh, I've, I've got a, a fleece blanket at home. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the thread count is on it, but it's very soft. And another very soft... Uh, Fabric is a uh, uh, silk. Right. Silk is extremely soft. Uh, some of some of the uh, higher priced suits, men's suits, have silk lining. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! All right, hey, thank you, Eddie. Appreciate that. There's a whole world I didn't even know about. I'll you be honest. Count some threads, my friend. I don't want to know. That's for you, rich people. I'm a man of the people. I still sleep with my sleeping bag from when I was a child. That thread count's been stuck together so many times. Ain't playing. From what I understand, it's got a little bit of you, mm-hmm. ass. Enjoy it. Christian and Maitland, you're in the hideout. What you got, Christian? The Giants, dude. Yo, dude. Hey, how's your ticker? Uh, actually, I'm good, man. The heart, the heart is uh, hanging in there. <laughs> um, I was calling up on that cheat thing, man. Uh, I don't know about the three thousand. I can't remember if it gets that high. I do know it goes higher than a thousand, and it definitely costs you more than six hundred bucks. My sheets cost over two thousand bucks. Wow. Right, what do you have then, dude? Uh, they're Versace. The Versace. Uh, I think they're fifteen hundred thread count. Uh, you know what, man? There's just no need, Christian. Come on, shame <laughs> on you. Good for you. No, shame. I would love to sleep that comfortably. Who the hell spent it two grand? Dude, I would if I had two grand to spend, I'm not spending on sheets. I'm buying a flat screen, big screen TV. No, you buy uh, sheets and a comforter. What? Two grand right there. That's what you do with two grand. If you want a feather bed, you better jack that thing up to about four. All right, they're not finding anything on Bloomingdale's.com. All right, all right, Mike just found it. He said the highest they sell is 500. All right, you know what, Katie? You're out of your mind, you wacko. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on a second. I take it back. Oops. You just put your foot in your mouth. Oops. What happened? Red count can go as high as 4,500, but those are specialty fabrics. So hideout row radio one hundred four point one. What are you sleeping on over there, Tommy? I think four fifty. See, above. everybody knows their thread know. count. That I was sleeping on five hundred, but that's just his weight. Oh, if he slept on anything less, the, the sheet would split underneath him. Can you imagine him waking up with the sweats? Oh, yeah. This is that's all he you know he needs that to uh, absorb. It's like he's a country fried steak just sitting there simmering. <laughs> he's been so nice tonight, too. He actually came with a game show. Uh, all right, Chunk sleeps with 220. 220-pound man boobs on his chest. <laughs> Lady swears the hideout. Molly in New Smyrna Beach. What you got, Molly? Hey, 
I'm just calling about the thread count thing. Yeah. Um, 3,000 thread count, um, Madonna has those, okay? So that's how expensive those are. Oh, that bitch. Yeah. And, um, the... You just call me a bitch? No, not you, Madonna. Oh, I know. We called you the C word. Yeah, that you missed it though. We dumped it. Oh, oh, you're sweet. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> but with the thread count thing, don't. It doesn't matter once you get past like four or five hundred thread count because all they do is weave two threads together after that. But they charge you for like eight hundred, nine hundred the um, count. I have. So. A, here's the thing. I think on sheets, most I've ever spent maybe is like maybe forty five bucks. You probably yeah, have like, like it really. It really doesn't even make a difference. Like after. Oh, that. it does. Thank you, Molly. Yeah. If you don't have it, it balls up and you have You don't even know. Your chick knows. Stop the stop uh, she's told me, She told me why we have to spend more money on sheets and I believe her. Uh, by the way, I went As over, I'm just shelling out my wallet. Here I went, we go. I went over to Dubs' place. Mm-hmm. I like the new computer setup you got. It looks good. Dig it? Uh, yeah, except for all the stupid Christmas decorations. Why? You hack. It's Christmas. No, it's not. It's Florida. <laughs> Basically, it's uh, it's September. Adrian and Claremont, you're in the hideout. What you got, Adrian? Hey, guys, how you doing tonight? Oh, here, dude. Hey, I was watching a show on TV. They were talking about celebrities that blew the... Which celebrity blew the biggest wad, I guess, on overspending? And they were talking about Jessica Simpson spending six grand on 3,000-count sheets. So I think it does go up that pretty high. Uh, I guess it... They blew a lot of money on it, and then Nick... Uh, okay. Actually, I think it was Knoxville, and that's why they're not together anymore. Ah. What the hell was that? <laughs> what was that? I really don't know what that was. I think it was... Ah. All right, what, Katie? Ah. I'm calling because I want a retraction because you call me whack and you call me crazy, but I was right. Hey, I was and on your side the whole took, time. You took a lot of time to tell me how stupid I was, but now you're getting a lot of phone calls to prove that I was right. All right. And I, just, I like you guys a lot, and I love listening to you. And I just want to see that you're on my side and that I'm right. All right, you're right. I apologize. And you love me. All right, Tell me you love me. All right, I love you. You crazy right. whack. I love you too. I put it in a bad place. Too much. I love you. All right, Dubs. Hey, did you're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. Why do that, Hefe? She just was called up to, be, to that, be really nice, and you call her a whore. That's what I'd be uh, calling her whenever I'm loving her. You're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. Hey, uh, did you find any more of these anywhere? Yeah, I have one more I found at a porn shop. Of these terrorists, the terrorists? Yeah, you uh, you found that uh, that uh, at the gas station right. that said do not uh, give your money to these people because they're terrorists. I found uh, one at uh, the Santa at the mall. One at uh, Bed Bath & Beyond near the uh, sheets. That's why we got on the thread count thing. Right. And uh, another one at a porno DVD place. All right, well, read me that one real fast. You want another one? Yeah. All right. Let me get the, the music going here. Oops. There we go. This porn DVD is owned by Muslim terrorists who falsely advertise barely legal porn, then trade the actresses out for 23-year-old porn actresses. What the hell? And send the real barely legal porn to terrorist lovers in Canada. This is crazy. Call your local porn store and report them. <laughs> also call the, uh, the local police department tell them you've been robbed of real barely legal porn. Boycott these fully legal porns. All porns with actresses over the age of 19 should be run out of the country. 
the barely legal terrorist religion says to make all your barely legal porn and take all your barely legal porn and trade it for fully legal porn and send the good stuff to Canada. So why give your hard-earned American dollars to fully legal porn so Canada can get the high 18-year-olds? I didn't even know Canada was in on anything. They're in not everything. They play dumb. They're evil. All right, let's take a break. Come back. Here's what we have for prizes. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. We'll do the hideout headline game show. Even though Putin isn't here, Tommy Ever. Bateman will be your host. And, uh, yeah, Putin's done now for good. Uh, by the way, the uh, hideout headline game show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Save 50 to 70% off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market, only place to shop for awesome furniture. Ridiculous prices. Stop in, see for yourself, 436 in Castleberry next to the Sam's Club. Here's what we have. For those of you with the Xbox 360, Perfect Dark Zero. Um, a great game, compelling, captivating story, plunges players into the world of corporate espionage and conspiracy. We have a bunch of gift certificates, also a four-pack of passes to see the premiere of The Ringer starring Johnny Knoxville. Tickets for Static X with El Nino and Opiate for the Masses at the House of Blues this Friday. And Sonic Rush for Nintendo DS. A lot of prizes, a lot to get done. We'll uh, learn about the day's headlines, and you'll be a winner next. Call in and win, 407-916-1041, 1041 star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Hideout Headline Game Show next on Real Radio 104.1. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Welcome to the Headlines Game Show. Time to see what you think you know. Can you walk the smart guy talk or are you livestock? Try open your eye and see what you can find. You might just win a prize. Here's the trick. Are you sheep falling asleep on your feet? Headlines Game Show. Headlines Game Show. Just when I was starting to remember him fondly. Yeah, let's get that changed ASAP. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I like it. Hefe and Doe, now you like it. Uh, Monday night in the Hideout, giving you some kick-ass prizes. Hideout Headline Game Show, five categories. World, world, national, local, sports, entertainment. They can be true, false, multiple choice, or fill in the blank. As usual, ladies first in the hideout, J-Dubs, will go to Danielle and Castleberry. You ready, Danielle? Hey, yo. All right, uh, which category would you like, sweetie? Let's try entertainment. All right, here's entertainment news with Tommy Bateman. Which musical rival did techno pop star Moby say has, quote, blood on his hands because of his music? I'm saying a last more set. (laughs) You know what? I don't know, guys. All right, sorry, Danielle. Uh, I'm going to say Eminem. Very good. Uh, why does he say blood on his hand? Apparently uh, some like Eminem fans and like a lookalike of of him or something killed a woman and stuffed her into a suitcase. Just, uh, like, in that that song. was over in England, wasn't it? I have no idea. Yeah, I believe so. I just so. read that part. And they didn't really go into in-depth in the article. Did you see that uh, Eminem's getting back with his chick, too? <laughs> getting back with Kim Mathers? The one he threatened to kill like 18 times? Yeah. Well, once white trash, always white trash. You really, it's tough, it, it's hard, because people, I mean, it's the same thing for, like, brothers who leave the ghetto, and they always wonder why it's tough to, like, why, you now that you're out of the ghetto, you well, know, quote-unquote, act like it. The bad thing is, when you still live, like, you're, you're successful, 
but you still live in the area where you weren't and where uh, you're still followed around by the stank of when you know you were making poor decisions. You just got to move out of that area and uh, start a new somewhere else. That's the whole reason people leave the hood when they, the whole point is to make it to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, ladies first in the hideout, Debbie and Kissimmee. You're left with world, national, local, or sports. What would you like, Debbie? Local. All right, here's local news with Tommy Betts. Christopher Krause of Orange County called 911 to report that his home was on fire. He told dispatchers that he and, that he and his father had argued and lit a cigarette and threw it on the couch. He also told them what was in the refrigerator. Was it A, his stepmother, B, five pounds of pot, C, vintage toys, or D, vintage wine? What is it, Debbie? Uh, the uh, five pounds of pot. You are a winner. You're a winner, and you have uh, to close your door when you're talking on the phone. That wasn't jarring or anything. <laughs> uh, so they had pot in there, and why was he? Why did he? Why did he rat out? Why did he say that? Do you know? It didn't say. It just said that uh, he admitted he, to it. He's like, oh, by the way, I have five pounds of pot in the refrigerator. <laughs> so it, now they're looking for his uh, father. Is it good to keep pot in the fridge? Does that do anything to it? Uh, well, I, I would think it'd keep it more fresh and less dry. Just like it's a regular like lettuce or something. Yeah. Well, you don't want your pot to be dry. Um, you want to keep it uh, nice and moist. Still haven't done pot yet. Mm, moist. Maybe that's something it. to do over the Christmas yeah. break. Maybe to celebrate the birth of Christ. Nice little toke. Mariner in Orlando, you're next up in the hideout. World National or Sports? Oh, I'll take uh, National. Here's National News with Tommy Betts. All right, this is true or false. Stanley Tukey Williams was not given clemency by California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. He founded the well-known gang, The Bloods. True or false? That is true. He was not. No. The actually, question is... he <laughs> Actually, it was about him founding... Did he found The Bloods? The gang? No. No, he said, uh, I let him go. He got it wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he found the, the Crips. Very good. You know what's going on, Hefe. Uh, by the way, Matt Albert's uh, keeping watch. They're already lined up outside. Um, Like, I guess, outside of the prison. Yeah. Maybe we should check that out on the TV uh, during halftime. And he was like, uh, I hope my people don't riot. <laughs> he just doomed them with that comment. Don't riot. He's winking the whole time. Yeah. He's right. Uh, Tukey's not riot worthy. Maybe you think he's changed, but you don't go tearing up the neighborhood over Tukey Williams. I think he's torn up the neighborhood enough. Mm-hmm. I think the Crips did enough of that uh, in any game, to be honest with you. Uh, 407-916-1041, World and sports still left on the table, J-Dubs. Let's go to Tim in Castleberry. You're next up in the hideout. What would you like, world or sports? Well, what up, Hefe? I want to let you know, putting your pot in the fridge does keep it fresh. Okay, I did not know. Thank uh, you for I'll the take, info. Yeah, I'll take World. All right, here's World News with uh, Tommy Bateman. For the second day in a row... Oh, this is fill in the blank, by the way. I forgot that part. For the second day in a row, race riots broke out between young white men and people of Middle Eastern descent. What country is this happening in? Any? Um, <laughs> Most? Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's Australia. <laughs> that was a little vague. That's a great, great place to be, though. No, it's not. It's awful. On uh, Sunday, a mob of fi- 5,000 white men, many of them drunk, attacked men they believed were of Middle Eastern descent in retaliation for the assault on two vo- volunteer lifeguards. 
Right. I, you know, I don't even know. Why are we fighting so much? What's the point, Dubs? I think it's uh, human nature. That's anything, it? Anything that's different, you fight with? I think it's because they jack up the gas prices after <laughs> you uh, get I think gas it's because they take your uh, thread count. Chris in Orlando, you're in the High Down Road Radio. You were left with sports. Here we go, Chris. All right, this is multiple choice. After beating the Jacksonville Jaguars last night, the Indianapolis Colt players received what? A, a stripper that jumped out of a cake in the locker room. B, $5,000 each. C, a trip to Disneyland. Or D, free T-shirts and baseball caps. Uh, I'm going to say C. Trip to Disneyland? Yeah. No, you're incorrect. I'll say the uh, T-shirts and baseball hats. Yep. Just like the ones college and professional athletes typically typically receive after winning a title. What? what? Why? They went, what, 13-0, and 0, right? Yeah, and Peyton I Manning. Think that, I think that's the uh, record for uh, the Colts, I believe. Oh, for them to go 13-0? and 0? Mm-hmm. We'll enjoy it tonight, Manning said. We get hats and a t-shirt, which is nice. <laughs> you know, he's just, he doesn't care. They made like this big deal that they got free hats and T-shirts. Like most of them couldn't just buy eight thousand of them. Well, it's know. like they're us. Yeah. They're here in the hideout. We get hats and T-shirts. We're elated. Magic gave uh, me a free uh, King Kong hat and T-shirt, and I was jumping up for joy. Now, Dubs, you mm-hmm. actually wanted you. I'm gonna take a break and come back. You had a little rant you wanted to go on regarding the Miami Dolphins and the mm. '72 Dolphins mm. and what you specifically thought about them. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. It's the Hideout World Radio one zero four point one. Eighty five Bears Super Bowl Shuffle. It's the Hideout Road Radio one zero four point one. A half band jet ups live on a Monday night. When was that ever a good idea? And apparently the whole big hubbub was because of the fact that they won the AFC North. Ah, the Colts. That's why they clinched the home field in the division. So that was actually, that is pretty much a big deal. But Dubs, you were just expressing this hatred for the 72 Dolphins. Hate the 72 Dolphins. Why? They're the perfect team. Hate them with a passion. For one, they were, they're a perfect team. They did, they did a tremendous thing by going undefeated. But it's time to stop popping the champagne every time someone loses. Because uh, it's a different game now, for one thing. It's almost impossible, we might see the impossible be achieved this year, to go undefeated throughout an entire season with free agency. They did it at a time when you could buy your way into something like that. Now it's a a much more difficult task, and I definitely do not think uh, that uh, they should keep on popping the champagne with the Colts or whatever. If the Colts go undefeated, so you all right, so is your big thing though is that they're celebrates they're celebrating the the loss like the first loss so that they can continue to be the yeah, top they're yeah for undefeated. one thing I mean it's it's just bad sportsmanship right you should want other people to do well especially if you are not in the league anymore what do you think? I guarantee they'd pop the champagne if it was a Dolphins team that lost and was about to go undefeated <laughs> that'll never happen. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. Um, so to you, it's all about sportsmanship. Then. Sportsmanship, and it's annoying. Why does it annoy you so much? Just, I don't understand. I think it's great. They're celebrating. Celebrating what? They're old men. Let them have their thing. I hope they lose it. Then they'll ha- then they won't have an identity anymore. Good. Then they can finally die in peace. 
No, because they're they're holding on right now. Then they would go to purgatory, because they were they're no longer the only undefeated team. They're holding on to their lives right now because they think, okay, I have to stay alive this year so I can meet up with all my buddies and pop the champagne. Or Matt Albert's giving you a hear hear I say. I guess it pisses him off too. It's it's the worst. I can't thing ever. imagine this bothers anybody else. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. I know there has to be like-minded people out there. I never even knew they popped uh, champagne when other teams lost. Yes, when uh, when an un- when like the last undefeated team loses in that season, they'll pop the champagne. Even if it's like in week three. I don't think that's ever happened. I think people at least go three or four now. But if it happens just like in week five or six, yeah. Just so that they can be the only one, huh? Mm-hmm. But they're winners. They did it. They did it, yes. You did it. You aren't still doing it. You aren't celebrating every week because you did something this week. I think you're jealous because your Lions will never, ever do that. I hope I I would uh, uh, disown the Lions if they did that. Shut the hell up. I swear to They've God. They've broken your heart for 25 years, and you haven't disowned them yet. They're going to win a championship, go undefeated, and now all of a sudden you're going to disown them? You're a liar. If they start popping champagne every year like that. Whatever, Libby. I can tell people are outraged, J-Dubs. Uh, at least I got Matt Albert on my side. Great. So many more important things in the world, and you're concerned with the 72 Dolphins and their champagne. Oh, I'm I'm hoping that they don't get to do that this year or ever again. And I know those I think you're those just... bitter bastards. If they do, if uh, the Colts do do it, they're going to try to lead them over and say, "Hey, now all of us can pop the champagne together." No, no one does it. I just think uh, you're upset because you're a huge. Colts fan, because you have Indianapolis tattooed on your back. I'll tell you what, the tattoo is working. I am rooting for them now. You may as well. You're also pulling for the Bucks and the uh, Packers? Not as much. I was rooting for the Packers last night at the end of the game. Because when you're out of it, I say lose the rest of them. I think you should be playing to lose if you're out of it. Well, Doves, I can see you struck a nerve with your 72 Dolphins. Hey, I don't care if anybody agrees with me or not. I know it drives me up a wall. I just can't imagine getting so worked up over some old men who did really well in 1972. Exactly. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter anymore. It was 72. How old was your mom in 72? Uh, She would have been... When were you born? 80. So she would have been... Um, 13? 13, yeah. She had you in her 20s? Mm-hmm. Early 20s. Nice. Don't you have an older brother? Older sister, right? Older sister. How old is she? Uh, one year older than me. Ah, uh, so your mom didn't really start spreading until, what, she was 20? No, it just took her that long to be fertile. <laughs> Polly from Fairfax, you're in the hideout on Rover Radio. Okay, hey guys, it's Polly Luspels. Oh, hey Polly, you're the uh, you're the guy who always calls Dubs on his phone, huh? What was Dubs saying earlier? I oh. hate the '72 Dolphins. Are you with me, Polly? Yes. Will you kiss me now? No, I'm not gonna kiss you, <laughs> Polly. What the, what the hell? Will, will you rub, you're rub at, me down? You're in high school. I don't think that really. Dubs kiss him since he's the only one that agrees no. with you. No, I'll school Dubs and some, huh? All right. 
almost all together there. Take a break. We'll come back. Um, hey, apparently, the way you feel about the 72 Dolphins, mm-hmm. some other people feel about Walmart. Just this insane hatred for Walmart right now and, like, encouraging people who supposedly you're supposed to have a conscience to not shop at Walmart during the holiday season. I want to play you that. I also have a question for you. Okay. And don't answer right now. We'll talk about this when we get back, since it'll be a 10 o'clock hour. Yes, I hate the 72 Dolphins. No, that's not the question. Hmm. Is it okay to thank a chick after sex? Think about it. Hold on. Think about it. 407-916-1041, 888 I know what I've done. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Monday night, the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, Al Hafe and J-Dobbs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, Julian Leesburg, real fast here in the hideout. What do you got, buddy? Great, Doug. You're right about the Dolphins, man. They you know, they were a running team. They didn't do nothing. The, the Colts are just a perfect offensive team, man. You look at it, there's no way that the it's Dolphins the ever do that. Nope. Today. In fact, I'll say this, too. This is the way they solve it. Uh, Colts versus the 72 Dolphins. I would love to see it. We just do it. Break all their hips. He uh, He's right, though. That is just a stacked team. And the defense is playing well now? Everything. They're just they're going to run the table, man. I hope so. They will run the table. Now, if they go 16-0, is that all they have to do is to, to stop these uh, Dolphins, or do they have to go all the way to the end? When I believe technically they have to go 17-0. Okay. Because of the playoffs included. Mm. For the 72 Dolphins. All right, let's get back to this other thing. Hot Heather is here. Hair, mm-hmm. hair chick. And um, there's something I, I was... All right, so let's just say <clears throat> I um, had had some sexual relations. Did not pay for it. Let's say maybe I found a girl to sleep with me. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, like after you're done... Mm-hmm. Having sex, you think to yourself, man, that was great. And so whenever you have something great and someone else gives it to you, your natural really? reaction, no, not like that. Okay. Your natural reaction is to thank them. And so I was torn in my head as to whether or not say, hey, thanks, that was great. I really needed that. Is that wrong to thank a chick whenever you are gonna, whenever you've had sex? I've never <clears throat> thanked anybody. There's something in my throat right now. Tommy, get like out of there. All right. Uh, well, you're the one that was torn up, and I don't know where you're <laughs> <all right. laughs> You're torn. You know, was, um, I've never thanked anybody after sex. Oral, yes, because I do think they are. Doing a uh, you know a completely nice gesture there, they aren't getting any pleasure out of it. Oral, you thank them. Sex, you don't. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Ban in Gainesville, you're in the hideout. What you got? Yeah, I had that same thing happen to me. Like uh, when I was seventeen, I finally got my girlfriend to have sex with me. Uh, first time ever. Said thanks afterwards. She slapped me. <laughs> I, why would she slap you? Like, it is kind of the thing you do uh, to a slut, you know. Thank yeah, you. yeah. Well, like I just, I, you know, it was, um, you know, you, you, I, 
what better thing for a 17-year-old guy than to get laid, you know? And yeah, you do. You want to thank him. I think I think it's I think it's just nice. It's a, a courteous thing to do. Thank you. They only hear the thank with me uh, afterwards after the door shuts and I'm running out to the the car. The U's still coming out of my mouth. Bobby Hill, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. We got Bobby. Hey, I was uh, I was doing some thinking about different kinds of thanks actually. There's uh, like the you know the office party Christmas gift thank you you know after you get like a random hand mm-hmm. in the bathroom or uh-huh. or there's you know the thank nothing and you know when you say in the mirror afterwards you say thanks to yourself or huh. you know, huh. or, or actually when you give someone you know something special like say chlamydia you say thanks <laughs> ah thank you very much now this would be bad if you uh, if they didn't say thank you to you and you said well you're welcome. You know, he's good done with, and they're laying there. All right, so, yeah, let's say, yeah, they had done something, and you're walking up. But if they, all right, so let's say you don't say thank you, but they say you're welcome. Yeah. Then is it odd? That's very odd. Like what, I'm supposed to thank you? Or what, was it a task? I don't even know. All right, let's ask Hot Heather, who's hot and I'm sure has had sex before. I, I have actually said that to people before. Thank you? Yes. Now, is it after, they, after sex or after, um, like, they use their mouth? Both. Okay, so it's okay then. And they've looked at me funny. Oh, they did look at you funny? Yeah. They look at me like, you're welcome or okay. But you want to thank them because when you're thanking them, you're pleased. And that's really what you're thanking them about is the fact that you're pleased. Yeah. Now, I usually say thank you and then uh, do the cowboy thing where I act like I'm pulling the guns out of the holster and, you know, but I'm naked. Yeah. Thank you. Ooh. <laughs> All right, Tommy Bateman, I'm sure the girls thank you, right? Just get that out of the way? Of course. Now, First of all, for just even talking to them, <laughs> let alone, like, touching them anywhere. Now, have you ever thanked a chick, or do you feel like it's their civic duty? Yeah, uh, a couple girls I've thanked, and I'm like, finally, someone who can take it all. Thank you. (laughs) 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 You're just thinking a loose four. (laughs) I don't have to buy a new 3,000 thread sheet. All right, already. I understand. Yeah, I was just wondering about that, though, whether or not it's wrong to say thank you. And if the chick would get offended or not. I think some could. Why? They just might not think that's the proper thing to say directly after. I've never known of a thank you to be offensive. In between you walking to the jug of uh, milk sitting in the fridge and downing it. With just my T-shirt on. No pants. It's the gayest thing ever still. Just two dudes with T-shirts on and <laughs> socks and nothing else. Just dangling. No, and the socks can't be fully on. They're they're half off and they're just kind of flapping there at the toes. That's gay. You paste it. You you paste. You paint a nice gay mental image. Mm. My job is done. All right, Matt Howard says that he draws a smiley face on his hand with one eye winking. That pretty much means thank you. <laughs> I, you know, Matt Albert, 21-year-old virgin, after he has sex, should, yes, he should be sending out thank you cards to the parents for uh, them giving birth to some whore that would sleep with him. That's just mean. 
Oh, oops. The baby rhino that's going to have to take his virginity. I think the hydraulic company for building a crane that can move him up and down. You imagine? He's never, <laughs> think about that, he's never going to be able to have missionary sex. It just won't happen. Unless there's some girl with just the oddest fetish. Now, his hands a are... A crush fe- fetish. His hands are so fat, it probably feels like uh, a woman. Form-fitting. You know, you're right. You know, I thought about that, man. Maybe that's a reason to gain weight. Mm-hmm. Get fat hands. So it's like there's an actual cushion there. Mm-hmm. Like with Lester Big Hands. Oh, Lester Big Hands are, like, big and muscly, though. Like, mats are big and fat. You're so big club. What's wrong with you? Analyzing. Like you want a handy. Well, I'm, I'm thinking in my head what would feel best on me. Ladies first in the hideout. Sandy, you're up. What do you got, Sandy? Yeah, hi there. You were saying um, that when, you know, the girl gives oral that you say thank you to her then, but not yeah. for the sex because, you know, she doesn't usually get any... She's not really getting anything in return, but I usually come when I'm giving. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can't <laughs> Tommy, you may have to get that because I dumped a little early. Uh, <laughs> I can't say that. Uh, what she said was uh, that she usually gets pleasure when uh, giving oral. So I didn't mean to hang up on her so fast. Uh, tell her to come up to the station. <laughs> I want to please her. Take her teeth out and. Rocket. You don't know that. <laughs> Was that Louis Anderson? I'm sure he does well, great. Is he or is he not? Gay? Yeah. I've never thought about it. I've heard that he is. Wow, that'd be odd. Oh, yeah, dude. Didn't you hear something odd about Louis Anderson? Tommy, have you ever heard anything odd about Louis Anderson? I'm pretty sure he is gay. Allegedly. I'm just saying, I'm pretty sure he is. I think I, I'm looking right now. Yeah, I don't want. He looks great naked. I don't want <laughs> Louis to sue us. He would. He's looking for any paycheck he can get anymore. <laughs> Good luck Give me that the... butt deep fried. Ah! Hey, who's online too, Mad Mad Mateo? I think you got to hit tab so it goes over. Is it just some idiot? Um, something about you asking him or thank you to you. Um, mm. Never mind then. We'll take a break and we'll come back. I want to hear it. All right. Kenny. Hey, Kenny. Yeah. What you got, buddy? I just wanted to know if uh, you were to do Tiffany, who do you think would thank who? All right, yeah, she's obviously thanking me. She's with me. She wants it, too. She wants to be my girlfriend. I saw her yesterday, and we were at a city walk with being drunky. We are walking around trying to decipher uh, Siriana. I ignored her at first. I walk right by her. She's my girlfriend. You don't always have to give them a lot of uh, attention. What are you shaking your head for, you ass? What do you want? Get in here, stupid. <laughs> Chunks. You don't have to sit down. No one asks you to stay for a while. Yeah, you can't stay at the table. What? You know how I get here real early in the morning? Mm-hmm. I saw Tiffany in the elevator. Of course, I don't think she knows like that I work here, which mm-hmm. is cool. But I was like... Hey, man, uh, I, I was like, hey, uh, you're Hefe's girlfriend, right? She goes, ha no. She goes, uh, that's Aww. just a big joke. I was like, oh, really? She's like, yeah. I was like, oh. Well, then well, how come when I see her, 
Uh, she ignores me away. My ex-girlfriend used to. <laughs> what does that mean, huh? I don't know. Huh? Brilliant. I told her I was like, I'm gonna tell him that. She's like, but he's a really nice guy. Why you Why you come in to uh, break my heart? Why you gotta be the bearer of bad? I'm news? just telling her. Maybe you gotta let her know. I heard you're supposed to shoot the messenger. All right, somebody give me a wolf ball back. There's a nice target. That new anus that's growing back there. <laughs> Yeah, the first one wasn't getting filled enough. Oh, come. <laughs> Jordan, you're in the hideout of our radio. We got Jordan. What's up, hideout? Yo, yo. Dope. Uh, Louis Anderson is gay. He got blackmailed by some guy uh, after he was diddling him and stuff, and then he had the FBI brought in and everything because uh, Louis refused to pay him money. That's right. all over the news. I knew it was something like that. I knew it was something going on. And I don't there. think the guy's race has anything to do with it. What'd he say? He likes black dudes. That's fine. I missed it. I should take a break. Blackmailed? No. Oh. I told you I'm off tonight. <laughs> I do. I feel real off. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the fact that I've been up since 6.30 in the morning. I don't know why, man. I I pass out. I pass out at like 11.15. Really? As soon as I get home, I'm out. Something wrong with you. And then I get up, you know, 6.37 and I'm up all day. You got to force yourself to stay up till like 1 or 2. No, because then I'm still going to get up at 7 or 8. I told you I'm a morning person. Hey, you love Walmart, don't you? I love Walmart. Apparently you're not supposed to shop there. There's this whole movement. I've been told many times to not come back. But That's because of your activities in a bathroom with certain underage children. No. Actually, not certain all. Well, uh, just the boys. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. 407-916-1041. Some chicks have short haircuts. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Actually, I think it was Knoxville, and that's why they're not together anymore. <laughs> So Hideout Real Radio 104.1, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Come on in. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Now, Dubs, I know you love Walmart. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a Target guy. Mm. I don't mind Target. But I'll tell you what. Is that why you were tore up? <laughs> nice Target. But um, apparently Walmart, there's this whole campaign. These are videos that you found online, right? Yeah. Uh, actually, I saw it on CNN, like the uh, the website, and then I went to the website and pulled the uh, actual audio from the spots that this uh, organization... WakeUpWalmart.com. Yeah, this organization's running to have people of faith stop shopping at Walmart. All right, so this is their commercial? Yeah. All right, let's hear it. Our faith teaches us, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. If these are our values, then ask yourself, should people of faith shop at Walmart this holiday season? When Walmart repeatedly broke child labor laws, is being sued by 1.5 million women for discrimination, and over 600,000 Walmart workers and their families have no company health care. If these are Walmart's values, should people of faith shop at Walmart? 
should you? All right, so they're playing the whole smear campaign type thing. And even dropping the Jesus card. Mm-hmm. And I think Jesus would shop at Walmart. No. Yes. Great sandals, nice robes. Okay, they have that stuff other places. I Not think, for the price that Walmart has them. I don't think Jesus was worried about savings. I think he, he was, was saving lives. Yes, he wanted savings all over the place. I think he wanted people to be taken care of. He wants you to be saved, and he wants you to save. I seriously doubt Jesus uh, was worried about savings. I think he probably cared more about corporate responsibility. And taking care of the people. When he was on the cross, his last words were, watch out for falling prices. Stop. <laughs> I know that isn't right. That I know is made up. Chuck Jock. Yeah, exactly. All right, so they have more of these on mm-hmm. wakeupwalmart.com. Nice. Corrupt to become morally debased. So who is the most corrupt in America? Is it Congressman Tom DeLay, Senator Bill Frist, former Bush official Scooter Libby, or Walmart CEO Lee Scott? Over 600,000 Walmart workers have no company health care. Walmart repeatedly violated child labor laws, and over 1.5 million women are suing Walmart for discrimination. So who is the most corrupt? Lee Scott and Walmart. Alright, so it wasn't even like it was a rhetorical question. It was, here's who's the most corrupt. And their thing is, don't look at these people. Like, don't look at Scooter Libby and all these people. Look at Walmart. I'm sorry, I think I'm a little more pissed at Libby, Rove, DeLay, and Frist than mm-hmm. the Walmart dude. At least the Walmart guy does pay it forward a little bit. Those guys have set the agenda, too. They allowed the Walmarts to come in and happen. Mm-hmm. You still love it, though, right? I love it. Sam's choice. It's my choice, too. I prefer Target. I just like the uh, I like the red coloring. I like the colors of Walmart. I have fonder memories of Walmarts than of, I mean, of uh, Targets than Walmarts. What kind of fond memories can you have at a Target? Remember buying G.I. Joe's and Transformers when I was a kid there? For 30 cents more than you would have paid at Walmart. All right, you know what? That's okay. I'd rather do that. You're paying for people's health care that don't need it. All right, there's one more of these. WakeUpWalmart.com. We're trying to get the people from this website to come in and talk to us. Right. This holiday season, would you shop at Walmart if you knew Walmart broke child labor laws, discriminated yes. against women, or had thousands of employees without health care? Because the St. Louis Post reports Walmart repeatedly broke jaws. 1.1 million women are suing Walmart for discrimination, and over 600,000 Walmart workers and their children have no company health care. Now that you know the truth, this holiday season, your family deserves better than Walmart. They keep on just uh, sending the same three messages out there, and they just have nothing to stand on. Right, they have three points. And they then make one spot putting those three points out there. They made three spots with those three points. Yeah. Repeating the same things in each one. All right, that's what you do when you're advertising. That's your, you got to get the Find other out. points. I want more. I, I want no more. I think those are pretty big. Mm, Child not, labor laws. Not impressed. Uh, discrimination against women. Hmm. I know you don't care about that. And health insurance. you got to care about health insurance. 
Why? Why should they have to provide it? It should be the government's job to provide uh, health insurance. Yeah, Matt, Matt, Mateo. I prefer Target also because it feels a little cleaner to me when I go in there. Yes, it does feel cleaner, but but you're paying extra for that cleanliness. Okay, you know what? Fine. I don't like that. I'm sorry if I don't want to go to a zoo to pick up my underwear. And it's just more busy in Walmart. That's why it's dirtier. But can you get better entertainment at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning than at a Walmart? No. All right, now, Dubs used to walk around these Walmarts. Mm -hmm. We actually had a Walmart security jacket when we were in high school. (laughs) And we'd walk around Classy. Bust, we'd walk around busting people for shoplifting while wearing it. Hey, you gotta get out of here. Let me see what's in your pockets. Let me steal anything. What the hell? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. It was awesome. We just saw the Walmart security jacket sitting like on the on the penny horse. We ganked it. And you just walk around pretending to be a Walmart employee. Security guard. It's a, it even said Walmart security on it. I right, didn't you? You don't want to talk about the other thing you know what to do with that? I thought one of your buddies ran a scam with it. Got a few free things. Oh yeah, my, one of my friends would go around just taking stuff while wearing it because no one would be looking at him. Because he has a security. Yeah, he looks he's like He's taking security. a TV out to his car. Oh no, th- that was at a Meyer, and he actually worked at the Meyer and was uh, sneaking out TVs. Wires Meyer's basically a Walmart, but it's up in Michigan. Yeah. Uh, actually, when I was driving back from Michigan to, uh, to, uh, Florida, I saw them as far as, uh, southern, uh, Kentucky now. Oh, get out. Yeah, so they're spreading. That's too bad. Um, but, yeah, they would, uh, he would, uh, be acting like he was taking things out to people's cars, and he'd put it in his car. He did get busted, and, uh, I think did three years in jail for it. Oh, get the hell out. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Mm-hmm. All right, what do you prefer, a Meyer or a Walmart? Meyer. Meyer is king in my book. You're dirty. That place is the only place that I know it's dirtier than Walmart. No. You're a dirt ball, pig pen. Meyer is awesome. Look at you. What are you shaking your head yes for, Chunks? You don't know anything about Meyer. Yeah, I do. You're from New York. They're great. They have them up there. All right, how about this? <clears throat> Costco or Sam's? Costco. Why Costco. They have better uh, free uh, food things when you walk around. Are you the same man that's counting thread? Thread count, yes. I count how many uh, threads are in my thread count, and I count uh, how many uh, free food things they have around in the uh, bulk food places. That is true. If you're ever hungry, you can go walk around there. And you just put on different hats at Costco. Those old mo- uh, <laughs> I almost dropped... Yeah, but they won't. I almost said MFers. I was this close. You can do it. Go ahead. It's after 10. Mm-hmm. What, chunks? I was. It's like we're all just kind of hanging out, kicking back. And I almost said that. Wow. That was, uh, that was close. Costco has a queen-size sheets. Uh, Egyptian cotton, 800 thread count for 60 bucks. Good price. Get that. Whoa. Wow, really? Yep. Fantastic price. Hey, are, are you online looking at that price right now? No, man. I got to before I you buy all the stuff that I want but can't afford. All right, you know what? That's a good point. I'm going to take a break and come back. Chunks, when we come back, I want you to tell us what you want for your birthday. Your birthday's this Friday, so all the heretics better come up here and celebrate Chunks' birthday with us. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Birthday spankings? 
Maybe we just, you know, buy something to jab at that new anus on your back. How is it? It's getting better. How often do you have to wipe, and do you use the baby wipes? No. I gotta wash it, like, uh, twice a day. He has a dude that cleans with his tongue. Right, no. Let's take a break. Come back. Is that who that guy is? I know you said he was helping you with something, but... All right, Trunks, I'm serious. When we get back, I want legitimate things that you want for your birthday next. Because I've thought about it. I don't know what to get you. Yeah. We thought about getting you a satellite radio, but why waste it in the pink monster? I already tried getting you a bed once. You don't use it. You got your nest. I used it. I brought it here with me. Yeah, but you never took it out of the box. And you used the box as a coffee table. Animal. You better have something for real when we get back. Otherwise, you're not getting a birthday present. So Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 Monday night in the Hideout. Hefe and Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. So on November 15th, mm-hmm. we're like, oh, God. It's Chunks' birthday tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What are we going to get him? And then I, for some reason, I forgot how I ended up finding out. I think I maybe even made Bateman go through his stuff. And it turns out his birthday is December 16th as opposed to November 16th that we thought. It's the 17th? No, it's the 16th. What is it, Chunks? I think it's Friday. Yeah, it's 16th. 16th. Yeah. Tommy. I have it marked in my phone. I don't think he's telling you the truth. Is Tell it, us the truth, damn it. It's, yeah. it's the truth. And I hate this with these two asses. Mine is February 10th. It's a Friday night, and we're going to throw a party. But Bateman and Chunks oh, refuse. Uh, me, Dubs, and Chunks are uh, going to go out of town that weekend. Whatever. Oh, sorry. Me and the heretics. No, they're coming with us. What? Yeah. It's Where a are we going? Road trip. What? Where oh, are we going? I guess he didn't get the The bus email. is full. No, there's no... It's my birthday. I didn't... That was at the promotions meeting here. Oh, this isn't through promotions. We run it on Greyhound. Fine. I'll celebrate alone. Again. But these asses never like to tell us when their birthday is. No. Well, nobody asked. I'm asking you now. It's the 16th. Friday the 16th. Yeah. It's Friday. That's what it says on my license. Let me see it. I what don't do believe you, you. What do you want for your birthday, moron? Um, I guess I want mm-hmm. a bookcase. Everyone to get along. I want a bookcase. For what? You've never read in your life. Not one too tall, (laughs) but like three feet high. Yeah. You just want some bookends. I want a coffee table as well. Again, not like too big. Just, you know, something that will fit real nice. When's the last time you drank coffee? I want a flat screen computer. Uh, Why does it sound like you're reading? And why is Bateman saying something given the specific dimensions after each one? Just so people get the right things. Uh, Are these for Bateman? What was the last thing you read off? Uh, flat screen computer. Even I got a laptop. Dude. I don't need that. <laughs> what the hell? Um, I heard that. Nothing. Uh, I heard you say that I have a laptop and I don't need that. I can't say anything right now. Uh, I need a car wash as well. Dude. Um, what? I'm doing it. 
All right. Premium car wash, apparently. Coconut, what, what coconut you, with a coconut air freshener. What do you want? Not Tommy I Bateman. Yeah, Tommy had his chance. We got him a, a kick-ass satellite radio XM. What do you want? I tried. Don't look at me like that. Didn't didn't you say you wanted um, interior cleaning of your car because it's kind of dirty because you've been driving my dog around a lot? Like I care about. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's exactly what I wanted. With uh, how about a prostitute? No, I can't use that. I don't think he'd want that. Dude, don't armbar me, please. I tried. What do you want, dumbass? I, I don't know. I, mean, I Honestly, I really usually forget about it until my mom calls me up and says, Hey, it's your birthday. Thanks a lot for putting me through so much hell on that day. Yeah. What I, do you want, though? Uh, man, I don't, I don't... Stop messing with us. I don't know, like video games or something like that? What video games, uh, what video game system do you have? PlayStation 2? Would you like NBA Live? <laughs> nah. Well, my mom usually gets me that every year. He's been really getting into mixed martial arts, so probably some mixed martial arts DVDs are doing well. That's what you like! I know, it just happens to work out that way. What was the, uh, ones you want to see, Chunks? Um... Ken Shamrock? No, not Ken. Uh, Blackman? Stephen Blackman? Stephen Blackman! I hate you. Because I love UFLC. Alright, you know what then? We're not getting you anything. It's not my fault. You guys don't understand, man. He's threatening. I mean, you know, Armbar. Dude, seriously, he's getting pissed. Don't look in the refrigerator for your food tonight. You're not allowed to have it. Please. I can only imagine what. Dom sub uh, just interaction is going on over there. We were thinking about. Tell them no. <laughs> no. We were thinking about getting you a bunch of liquor, just a bunch of bottles of liquor. Oh, man. I don't drink. Yeah, dude. Honestly, whatever you guys want. I mean, seriously, it's really not that big a deal. You already told them what you want: the bookcase, the coffee table, the UFC stuff, flat screen. You know, uh, for the computer. I didn't... You have a computer? Uh, I, I do, but apparently I guess I need a flat screen computer. Don't you have a laptop? Yeah, with HD monitor. Yeah, but, HD? Um, Alright, we're only spending like 50 bucks. 17 to 19 inches. How about, how about this? How about we go to Costco and get you a super large Bacardi and a super large Diet Coke? That would be absolutely fantastic. I would be smitten with joy. Because there's nothing more I like than being drunk. I know you. That's true. But yeah, you know, it's that that'd be. That I would think be a great. lot of people would get uh, pleasure off of that too. So, me being drunk? Yeah. Oh no, not really. Bacardi diet. Hmm. Make sure we get a lot of limes. All right, let's take a break. I we'll, like lime. Hmm. We'll take a break and we'll come back. You and your long shorts. Just make sure to get them a lot of cherry coke to mix it with. Right, you're the one I'm always seeing drinking the cherry coke. He likes it too. Tommy, can I please ask for the game? No. What so, game do you want? Don't. Resident Evil 4. You <laughs> son of a bitch. If anyone gets that, you get a black eye. Take a break. We'll come back. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Monday night in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Wrapping it up. Thank you to Hot Heather who came in, brought us some wings from the Wing House. So good. Matt, Matt, Mateo, answering your phone calls. 
407-916-1041-888-978-1041. You know, here's what I'm thinking right now. Hmm. I'm very tired, and I just can't wait to get home and uh, get to sleep. And I think for a second while I'm running over to the, uh, use the restroom, that Tukey is sitting there looking at that clock thinking, oh, oh. man. These well, are literally my last 80 minutes on Earth. Well, he is it midnight over in uh, California oh, when he gets you're right. So he ain't down here till 3 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay up and watch it. It's on pay-per-view, right? No, not on pay-per-view. Not yet. Damn it. Soon, though, my friend. Very soon. Matt Albert actually put together a game show we'll have tomorrow of um, last quotes. Famous last words. Ooh, Tukey talk. Tukey talk. All right, you're right. So, yeah, he doesn't. Have, he has more than 80 minutes. He's got about four hours. Yeah, he's probably eating his last meal right now or getting ready to. You think you're on the phone with anybody? No. Well, who do you want to talk to now? Screw it. And I was thinking about it. Like, I am not... I'm torn on the death penalty still. But I was even thinking, he has the luxury of knowing when he's going to die. Yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, he gotta, you got to figure he lived... He definitely lived in the sense that he was a gangster. He did a lot of things most people won't ever do. Most people don't want to do that stuff, though. And he had the chance to atone as well. And if he really meant it, how about this? Tukey's going to heaven. Yeah, if he really, really meant what he said. You think Arnold's just playing a joke on him, like he's going to call him up at the last minute, like, I was just making you wait, I just wanted you to sweat a little bit. You know, like, you're off the hook, you are, you're saved. You don't think he's doing that, to be funny? Uh, I don't definitely think, don't think he's doing that voice. He's he going to get a, a letter slipped to him by a guard, like, at 10.30, the prison door will suddenly be opened, meet me at this, and you will have to do something, and then they'll go, like, fight crime and, like, kill people. That was awful. Kill me. What movie was that from? <laughs> I just have worse than crickets. I feel like Daron. Uh, where is Daron anyway? I'm right here. <laughs> hey. Mondays he works his other job. Whatever. Hot Heather, take your top off. Thanks. So why are you gonna take your top off? Hmm. <laughs> All right, you take your top off, and I'll watch, and touch your boobs. At right, Colt. Hey. <laughs> I would take the dude. I, do you ever find yourself over sitting here and Heather's hanging out, like wondering what her nipples look like? Mm-hmm. Nonstop. I spend more time thinking about the vag. Personally, sorry. I now now I'm wondering what I am. Wa- don't look at me in the eye. I don't like that. Because <laughs> now you know my shame. Mm-hmm. You can see a lot through my eyes. Now, right, do you think that happens with, like, most people? Like, you're sitting there and you're hanging out with a chick? Like, how often do you sit there and you're hanging out with a chick? And you're just staring and you're wondering, are her areolas the size of my fist? I usually sit there, smelling my fingers, hoping it will, you know, suddenly change to, ah. Hoping that it's a before sniff and then later an after sniff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right now it smells like ginger. Yeah, you're right. And what was that, too, whenever you were growing up? And you're there, and you take your finger around to your brothers. 
And you're just like, you know, you know. We used to do a thing where we would, like, be at a party or something, and we'd go up to our friends like, dude, I just hooked up with a chick upstairs. Here, smell my fingers. And we had them in our crack for about, for about three minutes straight just so they got nice and ripe. You're so dirty. You guys, you, you guys would do the gayest stuff. One time I put someone's asthma inhaler between my cheeks. It was the most disgusting thing ever because later on he'd be at football practice breathing heavy. <laughs> Just taking deep hits. Of your ass. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt Albert says he thinks about the whole picture. No point concentrating in just one area. Yeah, anything? But I like. I don't think about what it like or what her naughty bits look like. No, because yeah, it's wonderful. It's not. It's usually not pretty. No. Boobs are pretty though. This is come on. This is the that is nasty. It is. It's a uh, very odd. Whoa. It's a very Whoa. odd looking thing. It looks like a steak. A nice rare one. Stop. All right. I'm getting a lot of this. You guys are really creepy tonight. <laughs> Thank you. I'm in a creepy mood. Hit. Sometimes you got to get it out there. Mm-hmm. It's the Christmas season. What do you want? This is what's on our mind during Christmas. Don't. Don't. I know where you're going. Uh, give it to yourself now. Just go ahead. Chuck Jock. Yeah. I've actually seen gay porn. What is that? What? Mo. The... Does that look better to you? What? Than the, the Sweet Temple? No, not at all. It's odd, too. Especially mine. It's just a little I paint it blue and call it Gonzo. So, Kermit. <clears throat> All right. What, is hers green? I'm going to paint it that way. Oh, we get to go out on that note tonight, huh? Mm-hmm. He's a hot dude. <laughs> I felt weird tonight. This is a perfect way to wrap it up. Oh, boy. Just, an- just another day at the office. Oh. <laughs> uh. What's on tap for the rest of the week, Chunks? What do we got coming up on Friday? Friday is Chunks' birthday, for one thing. That's going to be the open-door policy. And uh, Chunks' birthday party. Get yourself a cake. Oh, thanks, man. All right. Sugar-free. The girls from the dollhouse will be coming into the studio to see how... Oh, to see how we perform uh, on, with the pipe pressure, Dubs. Nice. Friday, that'll be happening. And they'll uh, entertain Chunks, too. Ooh, I didn't think about that. Handy. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, want to remind you too. <laughs> this is the absolute final week to email chunks at wtks.com. We're doing our uh, last round of intern. Uh, we've got one Gibbs. If we have, uh, we're looking for a second, but it's not as absolutely necessary. So you gotta wow us. Uh, again, that's chunks at wtks.com.
Get a hold of Venezia. And uh, Alex will hook you up. Um, other than that, we will see you guys tomorrow. Make sure you check out the website, hideout page on realradio.fm. I thought SFG was going to come up with a guy who paid $300 for your hair, Dubs. He donate, said to the, uh, the guy is stuck in Tampa, so he'll bring it up soon. Donated it to the uh, mustard seed. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's going to well, be good. Badass. All right, Dubs. We'll see you tomorrow. Um, as usual, wake up with our buddies, the Monsters, in the morning. Great, great stuff there in the morning. Shannon Burke, Middays, Phillips Spa in the afternoon. We're back at 7. Don't be ashamed. You're entertained listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Fastest growing show in the history of Central Florida. Be somebody and always talk good. Question authority and stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Roger Lodge from America's number one dating program, Blind Date. And if you're looking for a gay blind date, well, you got it right here in the hideout.